0: Welcome to Bon Jovi Discussions. Today I have my buddy Stu from the UK and you said what, Southamptons, right?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: How are you doing, buddy?
1: Yeah, I'm really good. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's uh, take, taking a bit of time to get together, isn't it? So <laughs>
0: exactly. I'm glad to finally have you on because I know we've been wanting to talk about what we're going to talk about quite some time now and you know just the last two three months we've been trying your schedule is different my schedule and then the time zone difference and yeah. but we finally made it happen and it's we've awesome done it. <laughs> Have you, what time is it there what four or five
1: uh yeah just just almost four o'clock here so yeah just in the afternoon now
0: i was telling uh Stu the how much i admire his little background there with all the different vinyls and and uh, look, we yeah. got New Jersey box set there. The prayer single, 2020 vinyl. Uh, we got Bad Name single, Plays of Glory. Look, I'm just doing a whole layout here. Of yeah. got. Is that that's the I believe at the end, right? That's
1: it. Yes, the single. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's awesome. I I love that band photo there. But um, anyway, so you know, I always ask you, know, how did you become a Bon Jovi fan?
1: Oh Joe, it would have been um it would have been nineteen eighty six and I'd have been twelve years old mm-hmm. yeah. and it would have been uh, it would have been prayer. Um yeah. it, it was it was massive in the UK. Um I I, I kind of I, I didn't note this down earlier on, but um it I think prayer was number four in the charts over here and um Europe had number one with um final countdown. So those two songs for the whole month were sort of vying for number one spot and um they're, they're both huge sort of rock anthems so i think the popularity of bon jovi kind of they were just bouncing off each other at that time um I, and uh we had all sorts of um music shows over here top of the pops was a big one um bon jovi were live on there with uh, prayer um they knew they were fresh you know that uh, it was a powerful anthem my, my brother's three years older than me and he he, he he was just starting work and he had the he had the money to by the um album slippery and he was playing that just just constantly so i picked up on other songs from it but prayer was my first single i purchased so wow that's uh, awesome. it was the first song yeah
0: and, you know, and and just just,
1: there, there, there it is <laughs> that's the one
0: and you buy it in 86 that's right yeah man that's awesome you know, just you know i say this all the time i, I wasn't born until 92 and I didn't become a fan till 2000, you know, with Crush. So I always think yeah. to you know the older fans who got to experience the 80s, whether it was from you know 83 and seeing the band grow, or just started when the band was successful in 86, and just being able to experience the Slippery Era and the New Jersey Era, you know, when the band was truly the biggest band in the world, hands down, the biggest band. Yeah. You know? So that must have been phenomenal for you. To, did you see them on the Slippery New Jersey tours?
1: I, I, I didn't. I didn't see them till. 96, which was uh, Milton Keynes on the These Days tour. Oh, man. Was the first time. That was
0: incredible. Oh, I always <laughs> said Milton Keynes show shows are always incredible. No matter what tour, it's always yeah. amazing. You know. So, what's your what's your favorite Bon Jovi song?
1: Oh, I knew you're gonna ask this. So I've, I've seen the um, I've seen these before, and it's so tough. It's so <laughs> difficult. Um, I, like, like you have said, Bon Jovi has sort of helped me through so many different periods of my life and there's so many different songs that kind of resonate. But I think, that, see, the late 80s when um, New Jersey came out, we were listening to that album back to back with uh, Alice Cooper's Trash as well. And, the, the, you know, Ooh. obviously um, some similarities in some of the songwriting and um, production and stuff. But um, I kind of, you know... Probably blood on blood um, is a song that's sort of stuck with me and the togetherness, the, the friendship that, that that song has. Um, I think to this day when I hear that song live, I, I still love that one. Yeah, um, it's good. So It's tough. It's a tough. It's a tough um, pick. One song. It's really tough, but I think I think that one still stays with me.
0: Yeah, I guess it's better to ask if you're stranded on an island and you can only have one Bon Jovi song to ever listen to. It'd be blood on blood.
1: Yeah, I think so. It's got a bit of everything, isn't it? So um, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, before we get into our topic, I want to do a a special special message for everyone that's listening. This is You Are My 100th Episode, and I cannot believe I'm at 100 episodes already. I started this, you know, in spring of 2020 during the pandemic. And, you know, the idea of it was just two Bon Jovi fans who absolutely love this band just getting on and having a chat about this topic or that topic and just sharing the love that we had for this band and you know, the pandemic ended and I, and I kept it going and I'm so glad I have, because I just, I enjoy being able to talk with you and other diehard fans and um, just kind of being be able to share our love for the band. So anyway, you know, obviously this podcast is going to continue. I have some great things planned for 2024, but on um, the next episode, I'm still working out details and everything, but what I want to do probably in early december is i want to do a special live uh probably on youtube um where i do a special live and people can come on they can either comment or if they want to join video they can and just kind of come on and talk about a certain subject or um and then you know for a few minutes then go to the next person and talk a few minutes about this topic probably do that for a half hour and then the last half hour i'm gonna i've been going through i have a huge Bon Jovi collection and I've been going through stuff going through totes and I'm going to do some special giveaways as a thank you for people who've supported this podcast from sharing listening streaming blah 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 and just kind of showing my appreciation so I'm gonna do a lot of giveaways I have some signed Bon Jovi stuff that I'm gonna give away that's been signed from the band I'm gonna give away shirts you know just different things and I'm really excited I just wanted to kind of show my appreciation for everyone that's took the time to listen so thank you and so anyway let's get into our topic we are going to talk about the london o2 residency in 2010 i i spent it's been a while since i've seen these shows i spent the last three four hours in preparation of this episode i spent the last three four hours just watching different nights and just incredible shows and i really wish i could have seen those shows back then um but I know you, went, you said you went to the last night, correct? Yeah, the final night of the residency, yeah. yeah. So we'll definitely talk about that. So what I thought we could do was just kind of, you know, we'll talk about the rooftop performance first, which was iconic for the band. And then we'll go through, obviously, everyone that's listening, we're not going to go through every single night going through the entire set list because we would be here all day. Now, I could do it. But I think a lot of people lose <laughs> interest after a while, yeah. and we'd be repetitive. So what we're gonna do is just kind of talk about the highlights of each night, stuff that we enjoyed from the, the specific shows. So let's start off with um, the rooftop. Well, before we get to the rooftop, let's talk about the London O2 in general. So, Stu, I'll let you talk because I know you told me about it. You know how they opened it yeah. up, doesn't it? I'll let you talk about that. Cool.
1: Well, I think this, this um, 100th episode's um, really fitting because um, the O2 in London was the Millennium Dome. So it was built to celebrate um, that that 100-year time period coming into 2000 and then looking at, looking um, in, in true Bon Jovi's song title The Next 100 Years, basically. So um, the, the, the original purpose for the Millennium Dome was an exhibition of um, uh, the start of the 21st century So um, it it kind of opened for a year um, uh, for for visitors all around the world to come and experience. Um, I think once that ended, I think it was kind of a little bit unsure as to what to do with that venue Um, and uh, the remembrance of it being music and entertainment. And ultimately, it's become um, the second largest indoor arena in the UK, Um, I think around 20,000 people. Uh, for the for the for the music concerts there, um, Manchester has a few hundred more seats, um, but it's the second largest indoor arena in the UK. Um, and of course, um, Bon Jovi sadly couldn't open Wembley, uh, the new Wembley Stadium in two thousand and six. There was a building delay on that, so the shows were shifted to Milton Keynes, um, and Bon Jovi were given the opportunity to open the uh, O2 O2 um, as a music venue in 2007. Um, and I was there at that show um, as well. So I think the band have got a bit of history with it. I think um, London's a very important city to the band. Um, some great shows uh, over the years there. Um, I mean, the O2 has just become like an iconic um, music venue now. I mean, everyone everyone's played there. Um, the original sort of those Michael Jackson shows would have taken place there had he not passed um, yeah. the presidency that he would have had. So it, it just, just feels like whenever you go to that venue now, there's just so much kind of history there already. Um, so it yeah.
0: is, it is my goal to uh, go there next year. You know, I always say Wembley 95 was probably the best Bon Jovi shows ever. Well, and yeah. I would have given to have been able to go to those shows um but next year, I definitely want to see them in London, whether it's at the O2 or Wembley, wherever. I want to yeah. say I've seen Bon Jovi in London, you know. Um, so I, I know we'll get into night 10 here a little bit later, but so you saw them in 2007 at the res, yeah. at the O2, and then you saw them the last time. How would you compare both performances? Uh,
1: i mean i know know that's
0: a hard question but
1: yeah uh, well the, the the opening um lost highway had just been released um and and they weren't they weren't officially on tour in the uk so it it was a it was a special show in that sense i mean it was it was a it was it was fun the sound quality was incredible um obviously for anyone going it was a it was a brand new venue so the excitement level was was really high there um i would say the performance was sort of um professional i think you. It felt it felt like they just kind of wanted to d- do everything brilliantly and didn't want to let anyone down. It was the opening of a new venue. Um, so, the, you know, the sound mix was great. Um, I think they played it perhaps, you know, perhaps a little safer for the set list. Um, but, you know, there would have been a lot of casual fans there. Um, it, I think it was Richie's first show after coming out of rehab. I think um, he was in yeah. rehab three weeks prior. Yeah. So I can, remember, I can remember John sort of making a... After two or three songs in, he kind of said, look, um, I've got my wingman back or I've got, you know, Richie's back or there was something kind of said. Mm. Um, and I must admit, I was, a little, I was a little worried that he might not be there when I kind of um, travelled to London. Um, and I guess the the difference on the last night of the residency, um, man, they were just they were just so relaxed and so kind of like, it was like a real sort of carnival party atmosphere. It was just, it, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I've never experienced anything like it because, um, you know, even even I have saw Bon Jovi sort of at Wembley in, in, in 2000 on those two, two, the last two shows at Wembley. But, the, but, but I think because they have been there for, you know, three weeks, um, you know, by night 12, they would, it was just like, they were so sort of just, it, it just sort of clicked and everyone looked like they having a ball. There was no pressure. Uh, they were just playing. They were having fun. Um, you know, it just felt, you know, really sort of loose and really, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it, it did feel different in that in that, in that way.
0: Um, yeah. See, the, the sense that I got from watching The Last Night, I watched The Last Night a lot of it, and I just got that appreciative kind of manner from them, yeah. especially the encore, which we'll get into. But, uh yeah let's uh let's get into the rooftop performance did you did you know
1: yeah. no i didn't that was um that was we saw that on a couple of news news stations over yeah. here they had that and i think over over a couple of nights um there were, there were four songs um on the rooftop i i, I Apart from sort of old footage of like the Beatles doing something like that, um, which um, I, I remember I, I can find on YouTube, I, I've I've not seen many bands do something like this to launch, a, you know, like like like, like the Residency. Um, it's quite a long way up to the O2 roof. Yeah. <laughs> you can walk that. You can you you can pay to sort of walk across the O2 roof. It's worth doing. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, and you have got all you know you have to have a harness and there's cables that sort of take you over and stuff and if you do, if you do visit it, you should do it. Because obviously yeah. that's, and I, I did it because obviously that's where Bon Jovi kind of were, and they,
0: you know, did yeah. that. It, it, so, does, so does the arena kind of go into the ground then? I'm assuming, because looking at pictures and the, the videos of them doing the rooftop performance, you can kind of see that it does kind of sit low, and then the roof slopes. You know, so... Yeah, it,
1: it, 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 I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, again, I sort of wrote this down, it's the, it's the, it's the ninth it's the ninth largest building in the world the o2 yeah, it's incredible. yeah i mean it it, it is I, mean, I don't it, it is it, it's absolutely huge so i guess it, i guess it's i don't know what the height is at it its central point but the the arena is 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 right in the middle of that dome okay. at its highest point point. and i think it does go it does sort of step, it does sort of step down at the lower level in, inside um, but as you walk in there you've got bars and restaurants that circle the arena there's a cinema complex in there um obviously all the merchandise and everything i mean it, it's it, it's difficult to it's so huge and there's like a um even even just outside of the the o2 um you've got a whole kind of o2 village again bars and restaurants and shops and everything to go yeah. with it so it's kind of like a day event it's you know you, you can you can get there sort of late morning and spend the entire day there and then sort of drift into the arena it's um
0: wow. that's yeah it's awesome. quite a, yeah that's awesome um and, and I've heard that the you know the acoustic and the sound system inside of that um, arena is is phenomenal, and one of the best venues in the UK.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I saw um, Iron Maiden there a couple of months ago, so a yeah. quite diverse um, rock and <laughs> metal um, taste. But uh, yeah, I, I think whichever the music style is and, and um, type of band, I think. Um, I've never come away from the O2 thinking the sound quality is, you know, poor. It generally is mixed very well in there. Um, yeah, absolutely and, and, and designed, you know, designed um specifically for live music. So yeah, I think it it does yeah. hold up really well.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the rooftop performance,
1: I remember it was
0: I I believe it was live streamed or it was recorded and later yes. streamed on the band's Because I remember being at my grandmother's house and waiting for it to come on and i remember i do remember watching some sort of live stream of it and i remember um so they so uh they started you know they did it as i think it was a news anchor correct did it like yes. a, so the, so before i get into this i guess so they had fan they had the band on the rooftop and we've seen photos since from david bergman that had, that took photos of the band going up you know in harnesses and stuff bit yeah, like ago. which you know some really cool photos but there are fans that were on the ground level watching this rooftop performance on the screen. Yeah. And, and so uh, they, had, they had a news anchor to introduce the band. And then, you know, what I really loved about John was that you, you see him practicing a little bit before, um, and you, you see Hugh coming over to Richie and trying to ask him a couple questions. And then, but then you see John being playful and, you know, coming up behind the news anchor, you know, putting up bunny ears yeah. and, you know, so it's kind of see, I, I think John, you know, just watching the shows, watching the rooftop, you know, John seems so happy to be there and appreciative and just, I think just really enjoyed it. And uh, I
1: think, yeah, I think that came across in, in the performances when you, when you said you've, you know, re- revisited that, that those, the footage from those nights. Um and yeah, I think that comes across in the performance. I think they were just so, it, it's so different, isn't it? Like I say, from, I guess, different hotel every night and the travel and country to country to country. And I guess there are some um, cities and some countries that, uh, you know, mean more. And But I, I think just being based in London for sort of, you know, three weeks and, and I think they could just relax into it. And I think you could just see that in that opening news um, reel. And uh, like I said, there was that sort of playful energy and, you know, togetherness with the band Um well, I mean, and- they're on the you know from, like you said from when you picked it up in 2000 I mean this is this is 2010 so they they've had a, they've had a decade of like um, um, you know almost like renewed success a whole whole new generation of fans um, you know and I think I think they're just in such a good place around this time period
0: yeah absolutely and another thing too about this whole o2 residency is that it was kind of in the middle of the circle tour. Yeah, yeah the circle tour started in you know February of 2010. The O2 residency wasn't until June of 2010. So I think also also too, you know, they were traveling, you know, those four months, and then the residency they were kind of just stayed put for the month because they did twelve nights in June. And I know that there was like yeah. a Paris show in between those shows. That's it. You know, I, I think it was kind of nice for them to not have to travel for a month and just kind of stay put and. And, you know, so, but the, so they did four songs on the rooftop. Uh, we weren't born to follow Superman tonight. You do Love a bad name. It's my life. All iconic performances. But I think like the little special thing that I really liked about it was the intro to bad name It just the way that John sang those, you know, shot through the heart and your tube, blame, you know, the, the way the band comes in. I, don't know, I thought that was so cool. Like even when I was, you know, back in 2010, watching that live stream, I was impressed with it then and rewatching it this morning i was like damn i I don't know i just something about that small section just kind of really impresses me
1: yeah i agree i think it's one of those things that you you know a a band that have been around as long as bon jovi have even back in 2010 i mean you could there are a lot of bands that would just see this as um a a bit of press a bit of marketing um you know a bit of a quick win to just get on air with these songs but it didn't feel like that it felt like a proper performance it felt like it was um you know a lot of energy in there and it it meant something to the band so um yeah it wasn't it wasn't just like a token gesture it was it it, yeah. it, it was a it was a proper little performance to be honest that's, what, that's yeah. what it kind of felt like and when you re-watch it now yeah i think there was a good good amount of energy in it um oh, absolutely. you know good effort in the vocal yeah, I think it was it was it was strong, you know. Uh, it's it's, good. it's always good to hear. Too. So I, I like Superman tonight. I think that's a great a great track. Um, you know, not not one that's um, played that often now. And uh, but yeah, I think I think because of the, of the more kind of recent albums, I, I I really enjoy that song. So it's always nice to hear that.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then John does an interview, a small two-minute interview at the end of those performances and stuff and kind of you know talks about his appreciation for London and kind of what you talked about a little bit ago about the Millennium Dome and whatever. Um, and then, you know, he also says you know, they mixed some of the circle in London. And I, I, yeah. I forgot about that. And when I was rewatching that this morning, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. They did mix some of it in London. And so that was kind of cool, you know. Um Couple other notes about about this res- residency before we get into uh, each night. I, I personally would love to see, and I was thinking about it all this morning. I would love to see another residency of the band. Yeah, you know, even if that's what they were to do next year, I think that'd be so cool. You know, just to do residency here, do a residency there, and have fans just come and I don't know. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, and I, I, I believe I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. That London the O2 residencies was the first, and they started to play. This is our house before the show started because they did it heavily in 2011, but in yeah. 2010 on the first yeah, movie,
1: yeah it, I, I, I remember it. Yeah, I, I, when they when they played it um, on the final night, they kind of have sort of Bon Jovi in the circle and all these kind of messages kind of revolving around the um, three different. Um, seating areas of the of the o2 and you kind of that the lights go lights go down these these messages all go around bon jovi in the circle and kind of all these things, and then you can hear that track and it, as it's building up yeah
2: um
1: oh, so i love that part of the, i love yeah. I, I love that part of the show when the lights go down you just that that sort of just that, that of moment oh just yeah. incredible um this, this bon jovi do this part you know this that that stage you know that part of it is just always incredible you know um yeah.
0: It adds that build-up and excitement. They oh. um, yeah. did 12 nights uh, at this residency, uh, June 10, yeah. and a lot of deep cuts. You know, this this entire circle tour was just probably the best tour with setlist they've ever done. There's a lot of deep cuts in the entire tour, and I remember in interviews, uh, John said that his goal, and he even says it during a few speeches uh, on the O2 shows, his goal was to play at least 75 total songs you know changing up every night and blah 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 yeah and i think i think he was just a little shy of that goal but it was still cool you look at the set list of each night and there's so many d- deep cuts here and deep cuts there we'll get into that yeah um, and then a couple of openers uh was one republic and kid rock was that it was there another one i think that was it
1: yeah that when i i mean we saw i saw kid rock on online but yeah i think from from memory they were the two across those 12 nights um but both i think both decent openness to be honest i think they're both yeah both did good jobs
0: yeah absolutely especially, especially uh kid rock i think i think he really did good on that tour with them yeah so let's get into night one um maybe we'll go back and forth You know, like I said earlier, you know, for people that are listening, we're not going to go through the entire set list, song by song. We're just going to go through some of our highlights, mine, Stu's. So one thing that, and I don't want to sound like a complainer here because they're both good openers, but I know the Circle Tour saw a lot of different opening songs, different set lists, but I, I noticed how the O2 was kind of the same intro every night, whether it was Blood on Blood, Last Man Standing, or Happy Now. It was always the same, those three yeah. songs. Um, I wish that kind of would have, if I was at the show every night, you know, I would have hoped it would have changed every night, but I complain, and I know you love Blood yeah.
1: Ice, So I, I, I was I was surprised we didn't get sort of a, a prayer and a bad name um, one two kind of open in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, Lay Hands On Me and other, I mean, they could, they you know, they could have, Again we'll come into it but i mean one, one of these um you know one of these uh shows they played um uh, let it rock and you think that could have opened that could have opened one of the shows you know there's David just this yeah. And i think but then you know like say so looking back on it now and looking at the songs they did i mean man it's just so, and i think that's that's what the residency does is that there's there's an opportunity just to do something a bit different um and so sam Bo was quoted on saying that when 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 this first started and it was just that was. I think that was the appeal. I think John says it's, um, this is great. This is something we don't do. This is like a, um, this is like a vacation. Um, This is like (laughs) us being in one place for like, you know, three weeks and people coming to see us and, and, um, and Richie was the same mindset. It's like, this is just, you know, this is, this is different. It gives us a chance to express ourselves differently. So yeah, I guess, you know, across 12 nights, three different openers. um, We've been a bit picky here, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, uh, and, but yeah, I
0: mean, yeah, yeah, you know, and I know, I, I know, I'm a little picky there, and, and I still think they're phenomenal songs to open up with. I'm yeah, just yeah. me as a diehard yeah. fan. If oh, I really. go to all twelve nights, and I know it's, I, I know most people that are going to these nights are only going to one or two shows, but yeah. the diehards like me or you would probably go to all twelve. And would be like, please do a different opener. Please do a different opener. Yeah. But, I, I think you're I right. I'll let you go first because I know Blood and Blood's your favorite song. Did you have any kind of things you want to say about it on night one? I had a couple of notes. I don't have any notes for the. Yeah, other-
1: I mean, I, I think. I mean, the two I picked. I mean, I think you know, on, on night one, I still, I still look back at. Um, I, I, Love's the only rule I really enjoy. Um, I like the way that song's fleshed out a bit more as well. So I enjoy that one. Um, I think they did something for the pain acoustic. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, something for the pain hadn't been, I don't think that's been done live since 96. Um, So
0: time in 2003.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah, I think, you know, for me, uh, you know, it's a rarity to come into the set. Um, Acoustic's always a bit different. And I think I, I wasn't sure whether we'd see a, Again, a, a, a breakdown from electric to like a you know a one or a two song acoustic set yeah. in the middle. Um, I, th- I think that can always be, yeah, I can always sort of just be a bit a bit different and a bit special in the show. Um, so I think I think those two songs for me stuck out. Yeah, I like I like I like Blood on Blood. I love that track. Um, yeah. But yeah, when you see something a bit different, acoustic version of something for the pain, um, I, I, I do enjoy Love's the Only Rule. So I picked that one out yeah. as well from the first night.
0: I have that in here as well. And I'll start off with Blood. You know, as as I know, I was complaining about it. But at the same time, too, I think it was the perfect song to start the residency, you know, because yeah. the song about Brotherhood, as, as you and I uh, both know, it's a great opening song. And what I really like about that performance I was watching this morning is, you know, after the guitar solo and when, you know. They're all starting to, da, 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 and, you know, John's facing the crowd in the back and, yeah. and go and, you know, and then, you know, they um, start slowing it down a little bit before, you know, um, you know, Dan's a medicine man and all, all those, all those lines. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: Bad Medicine, uh, I think it was probably this one of the, probably the second best performance of that song of the residency. Um, I think Richie was just phenomenal on, on the guitar that night with Bad Medicine. He kind of stood out more. I think I don't know if it was just you know an audio thing that they didn't tone down a little bit, but you could hear Richie more on guitar yeah. on Bad Medicine versus the other nights, which most people wouldn't realize that, but I I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they did a cover of Roadhouse Blues Doors cover. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. And and you you and I both know that you know the over the years when they do Bad Medicine they all, they're always throwing in a different cover or, or something you know jukebox times they I call see. it which we haven't seen in, in recent years um and then you use that love's the only role which i absolutely love that one i think it's phenomenal and i just love how you know john goes through the crowd and you know sings to everybody and they, you know that yeah. you know then how it builds right back up before the final chorus and uh john just kind of um is so energetic and you just go, yeah. it's, it, it's just incredible. I got to itch my nose for once. I'm sorry, I had a itchy nose for some reason. Um, am sorry.
1: right. I'm, 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 still, I'm still getting over that cold, um, Jerry, uh, from a like about kind of a month ago, I think it was. So, um, <laughs>
0: yeah. it's just, uh, it's it, fine. It's just, it, yeah, my, I'm in my upstairs office and it, it's just the air is dry because of you know the yeah. change of season and but, um. And then Lay Your Hands On Me. So we'll talk about, well, I guess we can talk about now. So Richie does most of, there's only one night that John does the vocals of Lay Your Hands On Me. And I believe they do it every night. Uh, But Richie does 11 out of the 12 um, vocals on Lay Your Hands On Me. And I'm just being picky here. But I wish Richie would have kind of been able to sing different stuff too. So he would do it before this so the way the band did this uh tour was they would do about 12 15 songs different songs and then john would go down backstage and be able to change while he was doing that richie would sing a, a cover and then john would come out to the circle stage and would do a couple acoustic songs and the band would come out and then they'd go that'd be about three or four or five songs then they'd go to the main stage again and do another 10 15 songs or 10 songs and finish the show. So a lot of the times on the O2 residency was that Richie would sing later hands on me before the acoustics Yeah, And I absolutely love it. I love seeing Richie sing it. He has so much drive and, you know, just the way that he plays guitar is just phenomenal on that song. And he really kept the crowd hyped up because, you know, when John leaves, you know, like, okay, fans are like, what's going on? What's going on? Richie's singing a song. And obviously the diehards love it, but you know, in the general audience point of view, they're like, well, where's John? Why is Richie singing? And, yeah. oh. and I think once Richie gets started, the fans are like, fuck, this is good. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and obviously, like I said, diehards like you and me just absolutely love that. You know? Um, and I, I think, you know, just the way that Richie played guitar on that song is just, just phenomenal. And I think it's a great song for Richie to be able to play and I think
1: it was. does he do he, he did homebound train on one of the nights i think or yeah but yeah i think that was, yeah i think i think you. yeah it, 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 lay your hands on me came across really well um but yeah i guess if you're looking for a bit of diversity through the 12 nights you know uh, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're
2: that, of, yeah it's and, harsh but, yeah but
1: it's would we wanted you know could he have gone back into you know i'll be there for you could he have sung um stranger in this town could he could, you know could he have just brought a a, a different song out every night or, yeah. you know, rotate it sort of three or four different songs across that time period.
0: Um Yeah. and, and
1: that's,
0: yeah, Oh, go ahead. That's the hard thing to do is, like I said, with Lay Your Hands on Me, that keeps the crowd engaged, especially like the yeah. general audience. It keeps the crowd engaged because they know Lay Your Hands on Me, but they don't know Lay Your Hands on Me. They don't, know, you know, and when you're doing I'll Be There for You, so they did I'll Be There for You a lot during the acoustics set. Yeah. And so, you know, and plus, I I think with that time slot, where the, he does lay your hands on me, I think you need something, you know, energetic and and fun, right. and you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And so, because it'd be kind of weird to do a ballad like I'll be there for you, and then go to an acoustic set. But they could have yeah. done one night at least, you know. But like you said, you know, um, they did Homebound Train eventually. And I think that was a good change of pace, and we'll get into that.
1: Well, I think Richie did. I'll be there for you quite a few times on previous tours as well, didn't they? So yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's probably done that done done that to be honest, but but yeah. Um hands good.
0: Yeah. And then so then, you know, after Lay Your Hands on me, uh John comes out to the circle and does a cover of Hallelujah, which we all know as fans, yeah. he does an incredible cover of. Mm-hmm. And this is no exception. He does incredible and then he brings Richie out to do I'll be there for you. Phenomenal. And then they do something for the pain, and I know we talked about this. Like you said, they haven't really played since 1996, in the exception they did it once or twice on the Bounce Tour. So that was kind of cool to see it again. And and this, yeah. and and I remember seeing the set list of this the next morning, and I'm like, why couldn't I have been to London? You know, at the, at this time I was only I was like eight, 17, 18 years old at the time and I was still just getting you know getting out of high school and stuff and so I didn't really have the means to go to London to see them yeah but I I woke up in the morning I'm like oh they did something for the paint acoustic and I was like just jealous but I love the way that they you know with Richie on the accordion and Tico yeah, what do yeah. call that box he's on squeeze box is that a squeeze box or
1: yeah I think it is yeah I mean it, I mean it's just oh god it sort of takes me oh that's off topic, but oh man, the, 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 when I saw me Milton Keynes in '96. They did the cover of um, "Drift Away." Um, T, Tico came down for that, and the, the, the harmonies the band had just incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Just like those little moments, and, that, and that's what I mean. The, 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 you know, that, that sort of acoustic set. Um, they've done songs in the past, haven't they? Where it's in these arms, and just when, when you when they break when the music breaks away, and you just hear the, the, the harmonies. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think that's incredible. So, that, so those, that, again, when that when first night was on, and you just sort of see, okay, there's an acoustic, you know, there's an acoustic set, and actually it's something for the pain that's different, and you just sort of start seeing kind of um, some of those acoustic songs change night to night. Yeah, I think that I, I felt that was a you know a special part of the evening. That sort of. Uh, hmm. Was was really different. There was, some, there was some casual fans around me that kind of just wanted a hit. You know, they kind of, yeah. You know, when, when it sort of breaks, it's frustrating. You you must you you must get this. You know, you're sort of at the show, and for me, you know, some of this is really special stuff. And then there's yeah. a couple of people next to you going, "I just want to hear bad medicine." I just, let's keep the faith. I thought, like, just shut yeah. up. Let's <laughs> be it, it, quiet. It's, it's just such an. Oh
0: yeah you know and every single tour i go through that like no matter where I, I i am on the i always do floor seats you know i just think that's a different discussion i always do floor seats though and every single time there's always fans near me or around me and you know fans like you and me would just choose to see a show of just deep cuts and yeah when we go to a show and they do a deep cut you and i were just ecstatic excited we're flipping out with excitement And then you, but then you get something beside you, like, what's this? Like, where's Faith? They're not going to do bad management tonight. Like, they'll get to that. Just let fans like me enjoy this deep cut, you know? But you always get those kind of fans, like, what's this? You know, because they don't know it because it's a deeper song. And that was what was so great about the Circle Tour is that it it was a tour that allowed the general fans to see the hits, fans like you and I to see the deep stuff, see songs that have never been played. And then also songs that John wanted to do for years, you know, especially that first leg when they did stuff from the first two albums, you know. Wow, yeah. It was short lived, unfortunately, because like I said, we had fans like, "What's this?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you're like,
1: I'd give anything to see Only Lonely and um, you know, oh. some, of those, some of those tracks." It's just like, man, and it, I guess they must make a decision based on like the crowd reaction in some way, because yeah. that's what they feed off, of, isn't it? So it's like. Yeah. They play only lonely, and it's just like I just it it does it it hurts me a lot to to sort of think that you know I just yeah why can't why can't why can't I hear that track? But as you say, there's so many people that probably wouldn't know it, and
0: yeah. Well, the thing is, is your crowd, you know, overseas fans are more passionate and know deeper stuff more than the the American fans. Especially when I say American fans, I'm talking about the general fans that aren't diehards. They only know they we live in a don't bore us. Get to the chorus, yeah, yeah. Country here, and and so when they were doing, you know, and it's a shame because the first leg of the tour was in America, and a lot of people didn't know "Only Lonely" or "The Price of Love" or you know "Let It, Let it Rock." Well, people know "Let It Rock" because it's from Slipper, which is a huge album, but so and I think that's what kind of ruined it for the rest of the tour, um, <laughs> because fans like america yeah. we're like what's this what's this like oh i don't know that album you know and then, like fans you know, like me, were like yes you know but it's a shame that when they went to london just a few months later after the, tour, the kickoff of this tour yeah they stopped doing it because it would be because the only something they did from uh the first two albums on this 0 two residency was runaway and they, they they do that all the time i know but yeah, yeah. You know, it's it just shame that they didn't even throw just one they're like only lonely or, you know, stuff like that. But uh, so the only th- thing I've left to say about the first night was work for the working man. That's, that's, I have a love hate relationship with that song. I, I, I guess I don't mind it. It's just not one I listen to often. Um, but I always I, I thought it was just such an odd place after because it, it gets played after the circle stage songs. And I think it's just, it's such, for me, I think you need a song to really get the crowd hyped up again, especially because, you know, some fans don't know something for the paints. So they're just like kind of sit sitting there twiddling their thumbs, you know, and so you need a, yeah. you need a song. And, and last year is perfect proof because when they did the acoustics set last year, a lot of fans didn't know Lower the Flag and American Reckon and, and all that. And so, they had to come back with a song that got that everybody knew and got them hyped up, like "I'll Sleep When I'm Dead." And so for this first night, they come back from the acoustic set with "Work for the Working Man." I'm like, that's kind of a you know, I don't mind it on a set list, but that's like a weird spot to put it. I think, you know.
1: It was um was in these arms on that first night? Did you pick that one out? I couldn't see. I don't think it was, but that would that would that would build quite nicely after the um yeah. acoustic set. Uh, yeah. well-known song it kind of you know just a bit builds back up yeah, um, yeah. anything else yeah it, it, yeah work for the working man um, oh, I don't know I I want to I want to really like the um, kind of living on a press or of bass I kind of want to yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not. It, it's sort of it, it kind of doesn't quite know what it wants to be I think it's um, Yeah. you know it's, it, it, it kind of it feels like it wants to be an anthem but I'm just just not sure and like you say it's it's um, was it the right position in the set? Maybe not.
0: Um, yeah. Soft one, soft one. Yeah. Just, just odd spot. In, yeah. You know, but uh, was there anything else you want to say about night one before we get into night two? I,
1: I, I don't think so. I, I think out of, I think out of, uh, I think actually the set list was, um, if you look at some of the other nights, it was, it was, it was actually quite safe to be honest. I think there was a, I'd say a couple of things thrown in there, but actually, especially when you look at some of the stuff in night two, I mean, if I, if I could, if I'd gone to night one and thought that if I've I had a choice of night one and night two and my choice was I'm going to go to night one and then I saw the setlist from night two, I'd be a bit have been bit, a, bit, a bit disappointed. See, um, there's I some, just well, you, you this if you introduce night two because yeah, I've written down some songs that I kind of like from that as well. But.
0: Okay, yeah. So I guess we'll kind of just do an overview you know view um you know because i kind of go in order of my highlights and so you know if mm-hmm. i hit a song you know just chime in here sure. we'll make more. um so they opened up with last man standing for the second night and yeah. we're used to john being in the crowd with that song and he wasn't in the crowd for this he was he just he came up and on the main stage um uh you have anything you want to say about last man standing
1: I, I quite like last man standing. Um I, I like the um I like the stripped down version they did for that. Um was that on
0: That was for the it was for this that feels right, but then they put it on the Yeah,
1: podcast. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of Pat Leonard with the production, wasn't it? From memory. Yeah. But yeah, I got I so I quite I quite like the original version of that and then um took a took a bit of getting used to on um, on have a nice day. Um but I think I enjoyed it on the Have a Nice Day tour as an opener. Like you say, the build-up, the, the way that kind of was sort of driving as an opener. Um, I don't mind that. I don't, I don't mind Last Man Standing. I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, uh, I can live I, with John. Not, I can live with John not being in the crowd for it. I don't. I don't mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think as a, as a different opener, it's it, it's all right. I, I can I can think a lot of casuals probably wouldn't know it. I, I think. But, um,
0: yeah. Which is which is kind of you know if you look back and see that as an, that's probably like the most, I don't mean this in a bad way either when I say overused, but it's been the most overused opening song that a lot of fans wouldn't normally know, especially because it's on a longer album. Um, You know, so, but it's worked for the crowd, especially, and I think to kind of hype, keep that song going as an opener and keeping up the hype is having John in the crowd, you know? Yeah. And, you know, so it's like fans don't really mind it as much because they're like, well, he's right here he's in the middle of the crowd. Yeah. And stuff. So it kind of takes away from like, well, what's this song, you know? But uh, yeah, An- another highlight of this night was Just Older. I think it was the third or fourth song. And I, I, yeah. I, the flow of that second night, I think it was like perfect for Just Older to be in there where it was. Um, I love, I, I don't know why, but Tico's drumming on this is just so good on it and i love the it, it, everything's tight and i don't know i i, I was watching up the entire performance of this, of this song.
1: I, I love just older um i mean it's one of my favorites from Crush. um and again i like the sort of um you know the sort of friendship um with with richie there i remember on the Crush tour when they sort of stood shoulder to shoulder singing it and um, I think it's a really good song. There's, there's a, elements of blood on blood in there, I guess, the way a sort of song breaks down and, and, and plays out. Um, I, I, I really enjoy that. And I think actually, um, I, I know John's had his vocal issues recently, but I think I, I, I kind of enjoy, have a lot of the songs from last year's tour. I sort of, I, I enjoyed hearing that again. I enjoyed sort of just that song coming back into yeah. the set list again. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think that's a great track. I uh, got to see
0: one. it I, I got to see it as an opener uh in Pittsburgh 2011. Wow, okay. And that wow. was like like, ooh, they're gonna do that as an opener. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. You know, and I yeah. I, think, I think they should should have done that a lot more as an opener. And that would have been cool to see on night two or at one of these nights as just older as an opener, but it's um, a great
2: anthem, great song.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna fast forward to the circle stage songs. Because they did Memory. John came out first on the Circle stage, you know, doing Memory, yeah. Bit of Roses. Then the I think Richie came out for Diamond Ring. And then the whole band came out for something for The Pain. Yeah. And uh, nothing, nothing. I, I I know people love Diamond Ring. And I enjoy it. I'm, not, I'm just not crazy about it. Um, so, but with that being said, I, I I we probably should say something about it because it's a huge fan favorite. Um.
1: Yeah, I, I, again, I, I think if you're if you're if you're a diehard fan, you kind of know it was um, originally part of um,
0: Jersey Sons of
1: Beaches or New Jersey, yeah, way back. So um, it's a song that's been bouncing around for for, for many years, and I think it, it it probably fits with the mood and the production of these days on that album. It kind of sort of probably does fit in that in that album. Yeah, um, I saw I. Sort of, I, I, I I like it again. I, I like the, I like the John and Richie, um, vocal harmony of it. Um, I think it'd be a struggle perhaps now. Um, uh, I think it, I think it is just, you know, th- th- those two vocals, um, it, you know, is it, is it, is it the best, um, sort of, is it, is it, is it in the top 10? No, to be honest, probably not. Um, but I, 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 I don't mind listening to it. I don't. I don't mind Diamond Ring. Um, I like. I like Make a Memory. I, I think, oh, I think yeah. that tracks really cool. I, I remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, when uh, Lost Highway first came out, and um, hearing Make a Memory for the first time, and it was it was very it was very different um, for for Bon Jv as a, as a. I think it was the lead single from from Lost yep. Highway. Yeah. Um, from Memory. Yeah. <laughs> from memory.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
1: but yeah, I, I I really enjoy hearing that. Um, the memories, so probably, like, probably. You know, is is diamond ring? Do I have to hear it? Pro- probably not. Um, yeah. But
0: I, I I think with diamond ring. I think I think the highlight of fans seeing, especially the diehards, is seeing John and Richie, thinking mm, together. Yeah, you know that yeah. intimate, you know thing. <laughs> um, but you know, back to memory real quick. That's actually my absolute favorite Bon Jovi song, and so well, okay. I will never complain seeing it because I yeah. think I played every single night and I'll be just as happy. Um, so that it, it, it's seen memory as a circle. It's because I did a lot of circle tour shows in 2010, 2011. And he did memory quite a bit on the circle stage, which I just loved. You know, I think it's, yeah. it's, you know, like after you get done with Lay Your Hands on Me or even later on in the tour, you know, they do Keep the Faith before they do. Actually, I think that was the What About Now tour. Yeah, they do Keep the Faith. And then John comes out and does, you know, the Boom boom boom, uh, boom, 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 boom. I think that's a boom, cool boom. kind of way to calm down a little bit. Yeah. Such a big song. Um, I think the two big things, and you probably have notes about these two, is the encore. So they did two encores. The first encore was Dry County, which we're going to talk about, and Wanted, yeah. and then they do a second encore of Always, which we're going to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then Prayer. So let's get off with, let's start off with Dry County do you have no authority for this one yeah uh, do. You first if you do
1: yeah i mean i'm not sure um i, I i've seen it i've seen him i've seen, seen this live a couple of times um Hyde park in 2011 and then i think it was Hyde park in 2013 as well with with uh Felix, i think it was um, mm-hmm. or maybe it's on the match the dates um yeah, I don't know. I, I thought voc- voc- vocally, um, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if it is the best performance of the song I've ever heard. Um, I, I would say a bit, that. It's bit yeah. here. It's not. It's not the best performance song I've ever heard. Um, but you know, look, I, I love Dry County. I mean, it's an incredible track. I, I love. I, I love the guitar. So I love the build up of the song. Um, absolutely. Um, can't stand the single edit um <laughs> when it got released back in the day or, yeah. it's, it's the full it's the full song or not at all yeah
2: um
1: yeah. The, the, yeah. the encore is the right the encore is the right position for it it, it for me i think it, it you know just it, it's 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 the, the mood and the, the intro of the song i love um and i think it plays really well with wanted. i wanted those those two, those two tracks together in the encore just like you know
0: i was gonna say that too like you can't yeah, start yeah. an encore with Dry County, which is obviously a fan favorite, you know, a 10 minute song that fans love, and there's so much emotion into it. And then going to Wanted, like Wanted's a good song, don't get me wrong.
2: Yeah.
0: But you can't, for me, I think Dry County would have been a perfect way to end the, you know, they could have done the encore as Wanted, then Dry yeah. County, and then John yeah. kind of walk off stage, and then, you know, eventually yeah. do it in a second. But yeah, I, I wanted to say that too, because that was in my notes.
1: Uh, with one it's tough i mean i i remember i remember seeing uh dry county in, in the encore in um hyde park in, in london in twenty eleven and it was there's this guy um just a, just to the left of me and um i kid you not he he you know they, they sort of opened the song and it just the keyboard so and this guy's like what's this what's this I'm like, man, you know, just can you just can, can you just stand somewhere else, just just please, just leave. Let me enjoy it.
0: <laughs> you don't know Dry County. Oh, you don't,
1: you don't mean- deserve. It. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. we because- in the, in the gold. and this this is the Gold Circle, yeah. So you kind of think um, you're gonna, <laughs> you're, gonna spend, <laughs> you're gonna spend some money and you, you're gonna be a diehard, yeah. And this guy's like, what's this? And he did it again for um, I think he did it again for Sunday or Saturday night. And I'm I'm just like.
0: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah, like you said when you're in the circle you know that's yeah. where fans pay a lot of money so usually fans that pay that much money are diehards you know so you think that you're in a community uh, for There's people who, who don't know what we're talking about the circle yeah. tour and gone oh. out tour saw the, the main stage then it had a circle in front of the stage You yeah. fit about probably 30 seats inside that circle and then outside of that circle was the rest of the arena. And so, like, those 30 seats that are inside the circle don't belong to diehard fans. But be- yeah. And I, I I went through the same thing. I'd be in the circle, and I know I just said this a little bit ago, but they'd be playing, like, Saturday night or something. They'd be like, what's this? I'm like, you do not deserve to be in this. Yeah. spot, Especially, like, if if they do Drag County and someone asks that, get, get out. Just just." Yeah, get yeah. Out because there's yeah, the,
1: the, the, the house lights should come on and they should yeah. just be ejected from the venue it yeah. just be, yeah.
0: because if, do you know how many fan, diehard fans yeah. would love to have been able to see dry county live you know because dry county always are so rare to see live especially nowadays and to yeah. get both of those in the same night man that's a, that's awesome you know yeah.
1: I've this never guy seen, didn't think so but yeah <laughs> yeah
0: and, and and by john doing those songs you know that he is doing so well vocally he's confident to do those two songs
1: yeah yeah but they're, 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 they're two big tracks aren't they to, to be to be in the encore at the end at the end of the show um like i say he, he could he could he could stagger it and kind of dry county one night always another night like i said but they're both they're both quite tough vocally so yeah yeah I'd Oh, it's a pleasure to see those. It's a pleasure to see those two in any setlist, isn't it? You know, it's just. <laughs> I,
0: I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just still laughing about your story with the fans. Like, what's this? <laughs> well, I, I,
1: you're going to think i you, You'll think I'm. Um, you'll think I'm joking now. But this the, the, the um, oh, but- there, was, there was another guy. No, seriously, sitting, but we we went. So they. I know it's, it's, it's yeah, Hyde Park. They played Hey God, and um this guy to the right of me uh, had his toilet break then. Oh, guy yeah. I know, and I remember looking at my friend at the time, thinking, "There's just no hope, is there?" It's just like you know, he, he, you know, I, I've waited for years to hear that again live, and um, that's that's his toilet break. But yeah, <laughs> no, I don't just can't believe it. You know, <laughs> there's no hope.
0: Oh my! Well, another I, I love, Northridge County is. Uh, yeah. uh, Rich is good. I got to stop laughing. I just can't get it. All... It's just funny. <laughs> Well, but, you know anyway um yeah. richie's i love the way uh richie plays a guitar with his one because he plays it on it th- i think it's a gibson i don't know if you're a guitar player or not but i am and so i'll pay attention to what instruments they play and yeah. richie plays like this really cool beautiful yellow gibson guitar and it sounds really good on dry county um yeah and just a little highlight for me for that song
2: yeah,
0: yeah. um let's get into the second encore always um like I said a little bit of to get Dry County and Always in one night, man, that's like a, a killer dream, to, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, Always John sounded really good. Uh, I liked how they had the five screens in the back, you know, of, of just John singing. I thought that was kind of kind of like a cool visual.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. It's quite a, yeah. In, in in some ways, I, I've kind of. Yeah, I think the back screens screen sort of moved up, um, moved around the stage a little bit from memory. But I think it it yeah, it, it worked really well. Um I, I don't I don't think the band's man, the mu- you know, the, the the music and the sound and and the delivery kind of did everything. It did it didn't need um, in a way, like an over the top production. Uh you yeah. see some bands have kind of uh, I guess sort of KISS being a great example of it, as as good as they are. But yeah, it's it sort of it, Bon Jovi sort of probably don't don't sort of need that. I think the, the delivery and the power of the songs is probably enough. Yeah. But um but yeah, I think I think the um the screens, the quality of the screens and just the um uh the light, the lighting and the atmosphere for certain songs, they 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 get that spot on. Um,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um let's get into night three uh blood on blood's the opener again so this is where I, i'd be like okay time for a new opener um a highlight for me is bad medicine uh bad case of loving new cover i just love the way that they did that you know doctor doctor giving you know Um
1: yeah it kind of fits fits really well doesn't it with with bad medicine because they've yeah. not always done that, have they some of some of the songs they've selected just don't kind of flow quite as well but i think that that actually works really well together yeah um,
0: uh but that, you, you
1: you know, top, topically on this one, I, 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 I mean, I mean, living in sin. Um, I love living in sin. I, I, I just the New Jersey album for me is brilliant. I love that. Um, I,
0: I think living in sin was the all the first and only time that they did it at the O2 residency. I
1: not yeah, I think you're right.
0: Which, which is right. kind of surprising to me. Yeah, I, fair. I, thought I'd see that because I was like I was going through each show and watching bits and pieces here and there. And I was like. They only
1: took a living they, some time on that whole residency. The, the, those, those, those two—Living uh, in Sin and um, Wild is the Wind from uh, New Jersey—they, uh, they, they hardly, they've hardly ever been played in the UK. They just, they're just songs that don't get, um, yeah. don't get any time at all, to be honest. And uh, and they're, they're two that have always eluded me. Um, I would have loved to have heard live. Um, yeah,
0: okay. yeah. Yeah, because they, they do what is the Wind. we're gonna trust me, I got some notes yeah. on this one, but night seven they do what is the win. And let me tell yeah. you, I'm ready to talk about that. Uh yeah. but yeah, Living and Sin was, was was really uh good. You know, John was alone on the circle. Um, you know, and I always love that into the boom 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 boom. boom yeah. Boom, you know. And then of course he does Chapel of Love at the end. It's yeah. just such a great way to end the the song. Um Yeah. Was there something else that you wanted to say about Living
1: in Sin? No, no, I'm cool with that. No, I think um, just I'm just I'm just disappointed I've not heard it live, to be honest. But oh. um, you know, and I, I think it, looking at this here, night three was the one I had tickets for, um, and oh. and, so I, and I'd start, I started a new job um, around this time period. I just, I just couldn't I just couldn't get um, the time away from it. So um, it's a bit this one's a bit a bittersweet. So sort of looking through the set list, because it's just like. I look at it I'm like my notes are like living in sin oh, I love that obviously you got, hey hey God um I'll die for you was in there as well and and yeah I think again just felt like it had a, a different flow again from the from the previous two nights um and I think th- those three tracks for me were the standout um and i've I've heard I'll die for you I' die for you before and i've I've heard hey God before um but yeah always enjoy those
0: yeah. Um, is they also do I'll be there for you?
1: Yeah.
0: I want to back up a little bit because, like, I'm putting myself in your shoes right now, and you say that you had tickets for night three, then you couldn't go because of your new job. Yeah. How did you feel waking up the next morning and looking at the set list? You know, like, you know, like, I, I, I don't think I could even put myself through that kind of pain, like. <sighs> I would just like move on with my life and just act like that night never happened you know
1: yeah i, th- I think it's it, it, I've, I've, I've i've not really talked about it for um sort of 13 years so it's uh this is, this is my this is the first time i'm confessing this again and
0: <laughs> just open it up in and, and your yeah. wounds
1: <laughs> yeah that's it so um i think i think enough enough time's passed now for me to talk about it and um <laughs> <a little> <laughs> You call your therapist. As I'm looking at it again, I'm looking at how you go, thinking that was a toilet break for somebody, you know, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I mean, again, I, that was me waking up the next morning thinking there's my ticket. I didn't go and I've missed it. Um, but
0: yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, but just to kind of conclude, because there are some highlights for the circle stage I want to talk about. They did, you know, they're going to say I'll be there for you. Uh, never say goodbye on Saturday night. I think Saturday night was the first time that they did it on the circle for London, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. And so
0: yeah. I want to start with never say goodbye because it is such... A favorite of mine. I know it's a favorite for a lot of people. Wow. And obviously we haven't seen the electric version since what 80s slippery tour? I think they did it once or twice on New Jersey, but they pretty much did an acoustic in Jersey tour and have done that acoustic ever since. Yeah. And so obviously on this tour they do an acoustic, which I absolutely love. Um and yeah. I it was really cool for them to to do it at this show. Um, you know, especially when like when they sing, you know, Together Forever um you know the way that David plays like I like when I was watching earlier I was just watching David play the accordion to that song it has such a beautiful sound to it you know it has it it's a little different than the keyboard sound to the song
1: yeah
0: you know it it works you know I really uh enjoy that
1: I think Um, they break I think they do break that down and go into the acoustics and and acoustic set and then you say David Brian's on the on the accordion and and Tico's there and you, you you kind of you, I guess if, you, if you, you you get to see just how good musicians they are in that sense, just like oh, yeah. take take away all the kind of sounds and all the sort of um, all all the kind of you know mix and all the different instruments that are there, and and then there's there's nowhere to hide from it, and you have just got that kind of acoustic sound. I think that that for me, um, yeah, I, 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 I will always always enjoy that side of it. Um, they did it back in 96 at uh, Milton Keynes with a couple of songs. But, yeah, you just sort of and – and that is a moment, actually, when – because w- when I went on the final night, it's the first time um, i have taken uh, my now wife. She'd never seen Bon Jovi before. Oh. And this, this final night was the last – the first time for us to go together. Obviously, it, I, I'd, I'd been yeah quite a few times previously, but it's such a buzz taking someone for the first time. Oh, yeah. I you know you, you you know you get you you know what's coming you know and you kind of and and, and you kind of know what's and, you, and for me to sort of share that enjoyment with somebody and to see them enjoying it is, is one of my highlights i think yeah. that's just amazing
0: I, I i'm glad you meant that because you know um i did that with, I, i've done that with girlfriends and you know and i friends and like i had i've had people be like i don't get it which is whatever but taking my wife because when my wife and i met we met right before this house tour and started dating and stuff. And she knew how huge of a Bon Jovi fan I was because we because we met online and she lived like a half hour from me. And like, so we talked on the phone for like a few weeks and stuff. And I told her, yeah, I'm a big Bon Jovi fan. I kind of left it at that. Like, you know, usually when most people say, I'm a big fan of this, like, they're like oh yeah, you, you enjoy them a lot then. And, and then she came over to my house one t- time and, and walked into my home office and saw all the Bon Jovi memorabilia that I had. And she's like, I think I underestimated how yeah. big <laughs> of a fan you were. Yeah, but fast forward, I, I started. I took her to a couple shows on this house tour, and she was like, "Wow!" Like I, because before she really did no Bon Jovi other than Prayer, and yeah. I took her to the show or a few shows, and she was blown away. Like she, like she couldn't believe how great of a frontman John was at his age, and and like I was like, "Yeah, Rachel, like this is the greatest band in the world." Okay. <laughs> And, yeah. this, I, and I remember after the show, this is my favorite part. After the show was over, oh, let me back up. Before the show, you know, when I go to a show, I always buy a lot of merch. And I said, Hey, I'll buy you a couple shirts. What do you want? She goes, Nah, I, I really wouldn't wear their shirts and you know, blah blah blah. After the show, she's like, I gotta get a shirt. And she ran the first line. <laughs> and like so yeah. you know, she goes to all these you know, runaway trips with me, you know, all the different events John does, um, and obviously the concerts and stuff. And it's it's great to have seen her. Yeah. and so i completely understand the feeling like when you showed your wife for the first time yeah yeah we're getting sidetracked here yeah, i'm sorry i know sorry i
1: know
0: let's, let's, <laughs> get, into the, let's get into hey god and, and i'm i i i am trying not to laugh again because of the whole toilet break story but hey god <laughs> is phenomenal and it's a song that a lot of diehards would love to see again yeah and I, you know, we talked about how "Work for the Working Man" was not a good spot after the acoustic set. "Hey God" was the spot after the acoustic set for this, and I think it was perfect. It was a great way to build the crowd up again. Even if fans didn't know it, I think they still enjoyed it because it's like one of those songs. Like, what is this? Like, this is really good, you know. Um,
1: it's, so, it's such a powerful song. I mean, I remember, I remember, I remember, um, I remember uh, buying these days when it first came out and um i was really surprised um i was re- i was really surprised to hear hey god for the first time yeah. um it felt it felt you know really really sort of um bit bit grunge in there you know sort of bit, maybe a bit of that sort of mid-90s kind of uh <clears throat> feel to it but yeah i mean it it's, it's a heavy song it, it felt it felt like a really heavy song for bon jovi um yeah and um you know his, his vocal delivery um Back in '95 and '96, on that was incredible. He, he does a great job on on um, on night three. Hey, God! Um, I, I like he the way he
0: really was. Yeah, and I, I love yeah. the whole tambourine thing. You know, kind of like yeah. the, you know, keep the faith, but you know, the tambourine on Hey, God, and
1: well, it's one. T- it's of those songs you see it sort of performed again. I did in 2011, and you, and you just see John. It, for me, it looks like John is so into that song. And like you say, just really and, and the back, you, you see the band are enjoying it. And it's just one of those moments where you just think, why are we not playing this a bit more often? It just seems exactly,
0: it's just, you know, there are certain
1: tracks that, that don't really appear in the set this very often, but when they do play them, it, they just seem to be, it seems to kind of elevate the performance a little bit. And they just seem to be so into it. Um, and for me, yeah, probably, um, Hey God, perhaps is, is one of those tracks that, that, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, yeah. I mean, great, great, great song. Love, yeah. love that. Good,
0: yeah. good position in set list. Yeah. You yeah, know, Richie's on that Yellow Gibson again that he played you know the night before with Dry County. And this that guitar really goes well with this song. Um, and I love the way that they do the outro, especially Richie and Tico, you know, because you have that da 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 You know, and Tico's kind of yeah. going on the drums. And I just love the way that they do the outro. And then the transition... That they do into I Die For You. You know, you know, they end with Hey God and then go the dinner. You know, yeah. Dave, you know, that intro to I Die For You. And watching John on guitar, you know, that was that was pretty cool to see on, you know, especially for the fans that got to that show. That that yeah. be perfect. You know, seeing Hey God then I die for you right afterwards. Um
1: well, they're yeah. both really—they're both in really good tempo, aren't they? Those tracks. Um, yeah. I think—I'd say—I think i say i think it it just kept—it just kept that energy level really high. I think you can see it in the band. Um, oh, I wish I'd been there. I do. It, it, see, it's all, it's all coming back now. I kind of wish—I wish I'd been there for night three. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's painful it's old, getting there.
0: Old wounds. And then just a yeah. kind of brief, before we get into night four here, the encore was "It's My Life," "Love's the Only Rule," "Wanted in Prayer." Nothing. I don't really have anything to say about bulls. You know, obviously, we talked about love's the only rule race, so we don't really need to. Unless you have, Sorry, uh, you have something new. So sort
1: of un- unusual, unusual position for it is my life. I think in there. Um, I know. But, yeah. You know, it's, you. I'm not sure. I kind of think that always works good mid set. Um, you know, I think. But yeah, I, 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 it's not the most exciting call, especially yeah. if you look at the previous night.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I think it's just one of those songs that's better to be early in the like in the first ten songs. You know, yeah. I don't know. It's one of those songs that so early on in the show and it hypes people out, keeps the hype going. It's weird to see it as an encore. Yeah, uh, let's get into night four. So different opener, sure. and I actually love this song as an opener. I, and I wish they would have done it a lot more. Happy now, you know. I just you know, especially like if people haven't seen Happy Now as an opener, go to YouTube right now. Whether you search London Night Four or uh philly 2010 watch it the build-up is so cool because you know you like the curtain you know they do their intro circle tour intro yeah. and then the curtain's still down and then you hear richie on the talk box you know do that then i was you know the, the drums are coming a little bit and then the curtain rises and tico you know goes yeah. you know and then as the curtain rises there's john and you know i i think just that whole talk box build up in the drums it's it's such an it's such a good opener, but it's also a song that doesn't a lot of people don't know because it's it's a deep track on the circle, and but it's it's still a gem of a song. And it's a great opener, and I think it's still yeah, it's got, people up. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, I, I I really enjoy hearing it. Um, I still I still listen to that track on on the circle now. It's one of yeah. my highlights on the album. Um, <clears throat> similar tempo to I believe. I think I think it feels a little. It feels to me a similar tem- tempo to I believe as an opener um, actually
0: i never thought about that yeah
1: i think when yeah. you the build the build up and build up and build up and then kind of the release of the music it just feels it feels for me quite quite similar but I, yeah. I i really enjoy um i really enjoy that track Yeah, um,
0: you know, and just a side note i believe would have been a great you know john oh. 70 different songs i believe for one of the nights as an opener would have been incredible um well, that was, a,
1: that was a track I got uh, um, Twickenham in London in twenty in 2008. And again, there was somebody in the crowd who didn't know what that song was either. So yeah, uh, that was, that, they played, I believe, the first time in however many years that was. But yeah, yeah, was, uh, yeah, yeah, that would have worked as an opener. Still, still a great track.
0: Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, five songs. in they do uh, Radio Saved My Life Tonight, which is the first time that they did it at the O2. I think it was actually the only time that they did it. They might have done it one other time later on those nights.
1: I think it, yeah, I think it was. I think it got played a lot. Uh, it got, it was a lot over here. It's oh, have a nice day tour, and I, th- I think maybe some lost highway tour. But yeah, I mean, um, I, I like radio. Quite like, I quite like a track to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah. No a lot of you know, we talk about a lot of you know, general fans not knowing the deep stuff. But if you watch footage on YouTube, <clears throat> like fan videos, fans recording the, the song there's a lot of crowds screaming and excited for that song, even on the tour last year, as that song came on, a lot of people were happy about it. So for to see it as a deep cut and outtake and see the excitement that people have for that song is pretty cool. Um, yeah. So I thought that performance was great. Um, the circle stage, they did open all night from, now I know there's different versions of it. So people were like, well, what's, what's open all night? The bounce, the bounce version. Yeah um and they did um diamond ring i'll be there for you uh something for the pain and saturday night so they did five songs on the circle table pretty cool so i i know we talked about well we talked about all of them so let's talk about open all night um i thought that was really cool and i love the way um john sang It it was more of a intimate type song and I think that was great for the circle stage especially as the, the first song of that circle stage set I thought it was perfect
1: yeah I I um it's difficult I, I can't I remember i remember sort of hearing bounce for the first time and kind of I'm not sure whether I was immediate, immediately sort of drawn to the song but it, it, it's actually one of those um the <laughs> after sort of a a, a a relationship and some issues kind of um, around that sort of time period, I sort of you know, revisiting that song. Um, I can't. I, I, I sort of. I, I do enjoy that one. Um, uh, I think, and I think these are songs that I, I, I feel that John really enjoys, kind of putting on the album. And like I say, there's a more personal message there, and there's a. He always. He always delivers that kind of emotion and that sort of passion in, 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 in these types of songs, um, and. Yeah, the, the, the Bon Jovi are masters of cre- creating that song that obviously has a meaning for them, but we all latch onto that as well. We all kind of find our own meaning in that song, and it's just—I don't know any other band like it. And this is another one of those songs. It's—you it's, it's, know—it's a fairly, and I think you, you probably hit the nail on the head. It's—it—it it, it, it's, it, it does feel very intimate, in the way John delivers it, especially sort of in that acoustic environment. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I. I I, th- I think that, that, that fits all perfectly. I think five songs is, is, is quite a lot for that um,
0: stage. Yeah, I do oh. too, especially. But a, a fan like me would not complain because I, I would see an entire show like that. But just yeah. from a general fan point of view, especially you know the only songs they really would know from this is I'll Be There For You and Saturday Night. Pain is questionable. Even Diamond Ring is questionable for the general fans to know. Yeah. But either way, you know I'm all for it um i I think the big thing to talk about now and this is probably one of the highlights of the the entire o2 residency pink flamingos and let it rock so this is you know we keep talking about what song is perfect to come back after the acoustic set pink flamingos and let it rock now like you said a little bit ago this would have been incredible as a show opener but i'll still take this and you know this is this would have been a kind of a cool part for john to kind of take another break real quick if he wanted but he kind of just stayed on the stage and I think rested a little, rested his vocals a little bit. And, you know, he introduced the band. I think he introduced the band and then he asked David to do Pink Flamingos. And then I remember like this, that huge crowd just roared because Slippery yeah. is such a phenomenal album. Everybody knows that it rock. Even though it wasn't a single, it's part of a huge, successful album. And I, I would just love to see Pink Flamingos a lot more, you know? And if anything. Anybody-
1: I mean, well, we didn't know Pink Flamingoes when, um, I mean, when *Strawberry when, um, Wine* uh, was first released. I mean, what's Pink Flamingoes, you know? Um, but the, yeah, it, it, the, the intro to um, *Let It Rock*. Um, it, I, I guess sort of lay your hands on me is born, born from that. I think is it. You know, that, that's again that sort of build up, and it almost becomes yeah. sort of quite. Um, uh, that, that first song came out on the Bon Jovi album, I believe, and, and as well, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I just—I mean, what an incredible song to break out, you know, yeah. um, from nowhere, from nowhere, yeah. really. You know, uh, you know just—it's a shame it didn't get more um, play. Um, <laughs> and like I say, as a as a residency, perhaps, like I say, it could have taken sort of number one spot on on a set list for one of those nights. That would have been great. Um, but look, I I still revisit that quite a bit, sort of on YouTube and watch that track. I mean, it's just—it's
0: <laughs> It's a gem. And the way that John sings those lines, too. I mean, he just grabs his mic stand microphone and just lays. it. I just love the way he delivers those lines. It's just like, I don't know. I Like you said, I, they, they need to do a lot more. And another fun little tidbit, too, that I really enjoyed, I don't know why, but I just love it so much, is when John sings It's All Right, and then the bands, you know, you hear Richie and David singing It's All Right in the back. Yeah. Of I love that part, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: the encore,
1: yeah. No, I was going to say. I mean, for for, for a song that for a song that ha- hasn't seen um, at any time really in the set list. I mean, it it, it still sounds so polished.
0: Yeah, and it, like I say,
1: it, with the back with the backing vocal, it's like you could be you, you don't, you, you could almost forgive the band for not for, 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 for some of that backing vocal not not being there or something being missed or, but it just I mean, it's the whole intro of the song. Um, just, just just a shame it, it didn't get a lot a lot of um a lot of play really but
0: I know yeah. but it was nice that the band did a professional cam footage because they put it on YouTube yeah like a month later and so it was kind of cool we did a professional shot of that yeah and good audio and stuff like that so um encore real quick is have a nice day wanted prayer I think have a nice day was a good old, you know it's a good encore song sometimes especially with that you know the yeah dun, dun, dun. Mm. And, 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 you know, um, but was there anything else you want to say about night four before we get into five? No, I'm cool with that. Okay, night five, Last Man Sam was the opener. Uh, I thought Bad Name was really good. Uh, for I don't know why, but like for some reason, like it just seemed more electrifying than compared to the other nights. All, all good performances, but night five of Bad Name was just was pretty good.
1: Yeah, when, when night five, there was no David Bryan, he was, he was at the Tony Awards, I think, in New York. Um, on night five,
0: um, oh, that's right, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So, whether or not, so I felt watching that footage, it's almost like it's interesting you mentioned bad name, but it just felt like John, the rest of the band, mm. would just they had to kind of almost pick it up a bit more because he, yeah. he, he his, 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 his back in vocal or just he, he's not there, so it just kind of felt there's a bit more reliance on the remaining band members to perhaps sort of just put a bit more yeah. in, um. So yeah, he, he he wasn't there that night, which um because I thought again the set the set list wasn't quite as It was a um, general
0: generic set list. Yeah, and,
1: and I think I think maybe potentially that might be another one of the reasons for that.
0: Yeah
2: um,
1: compared yep. to the previous nights. It just felt a bit more um sort of, you know, not not quite as many sort of rarities or um I'll pick out Superman tonight, Bed of Roses. Um, I love Better Roses. Uh, Bed of Roses was phenomenal. I actually... Never tire of that.
0: Yeah. You know, Bed of Roses was, you know, since you... you know, I love the way that John really sings that one, especially like when he's screaming Bed of Nails. You know, yeah. like, that crowd interaction during the solo. Um, yeah, just, just phenomenal. But, uh, you know, to, but to be honest with you, I really don't have much to say about this. Like I think this set list was kind of more quote-unquote generic but still good Good show you know then the encore saw in these arms wanted and prayer um but is there anything you wanted to say about night five before you did this i
1: think i think think you're right i mean like i said i think there's some good performances in it it's very professional it's it's there's nothing wrong with it but i i I think i think probably not having david bryan there i i I just think they played it safe um i think for, for, for a casual fan there's nothing wrong with it but i think if if that was the if that was the one night as if that was the one night you or i had a ticket and you looked at the rest of the um set would, yeah. you, you'd just be thinking Got oh, yeah, yeah so yeah. um well, we'll so, yeah I'm, I'm happy to move on to uh to night six yeah
0: so after night five they took a few nights off and i know they had a show in paris and then they came back to london to do the other seven nights yeah uh thorn in my side that's the first time that oh. they did it at the o2 the only time uh it was i, I kind of liked it early in the set list i thought that was kind of cool um and this is throwing my side that's always been a song that i've enjoyed seeing live especially on the circle actually the only time that they did it was on the circle tour. yeah and but seeing john and richie at the end doing it's not on the album but live john richie would do like a little guitar jam session at the end and that's always been the highlight for me and a lot of other diehard fans seeing that portion of the song
1: it's, it's one that i've never seen live um but yeah I, I, and it's what it's, it's one of those moments where you just think I, I, and that's um why can't why can't we have that on the album why can't why can't we why can't the album be a bit looser? and why can't we have that guitar yeah. the, the, Those that guitar set on the album and just, just, you know, let loose a little bit. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think, I think <laughs> the way that's put together live really, really works. Um, I'd have been happy that I'd have been happy to have that in the set list. Um, I think a lot of casual fans won't, won't get it, but I don't, I, I don't think you, you'd have to appreciate the, um, the music and the guitar work. Yeah, um, obviously, whether you know the song
0: or not, I think. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think, I, I think it's one of those songs too. You know, you when the band does a deep cut, you're either gonna get fans or be like, "What's this?" and not care about it. You know, mm. or you're gonna get fans that you know that say, well, "You know, what? I I don't know this song, but like, I love it, and I'm gonna buy it when I get home tonight." You know, I think "Throwing My Side" is one of those type of songs where like you like, yeah. you don't know it, but like, okay, this song is pretty fucking good." Especially when you see them do a jam session, you know, then they go home buy "Thorn and My Side." Like, well, where's the jam session?
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they must. And to 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 flesh that song out, I mean, they, they did it with um, "This House Is Not for Sale" as an opener, and I, I know "Limitless" they put a guitar solo in last year, but I think it's it just with 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 "This House Is Not for Sale," "Limitless." I sort of get it because they they're. They're released as, as singles. They're, they they did get some radio play over here, and I, I sort of get they're they're built for that sort of four minute kind of you know radio uh, slot. But yeah, with with um, um something like Thorn on my side, it's like well, it, it was never going to be released as a single, I, I don't think. So there's no reason on the album why it couldn't have been fleshed out a bit.
0: Yeah,
2: exactly. Um,
1: but yeah, I mean it's but look, hey, you know, I I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to hear that on the set list.
0: Me too. I wouldn't complain if we got to see it again. Um, nah, no. So this is the first, I think, the first night that Richie doesn't do Lay Your Hands on Me, but they do Homebound Train with Richie on vocals. And I think it was, like I said, kind of good to change it up. And yeah. I, I love that Richie sings Homebound. You know, has that bluesy sound, because I think huh. Homebound Train was kind of Richie's. Idea. <whistles> you know, oh, I hear a puppy. That's, so, that's,
1: like, that's the dog saying hello. Like, <whistles> he's all right it's just um he know he really enjoys handbound training too
0: yeah i guess um so yeah. that was cool to see um they did so for the circle stage they did open all night again diamond ring and then miss fourth so since we talked about the yeah. other 2 let's talk about miss fourth that's a gem because that's from the box set and that that's that song should have been done a lot more i i, I think um i loved seeing it like with the whole band doing it you know acoustic
1: yeah, I mean, it's um, it was certainly one of the highlights in the box set, I think, wasn't it? And, 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 I, and I guess, I mean, it must have been quite a tough one to leave off, um, keep the faith. Um, whether it fits in with that album or not, I, I don't know. But, um, man, I mean, there's the body of work is incredible, isn't it? To, to, to think that's a... Let's leave this one on the shelf, guys. I mean, it's a, to, to most bands, that is a, a great song. Yeah. Um, I think I remember... I think I remember John saying in the interview it's it, it's quite an emotional song or quite it's, you know it's quite a bit of emotional depth for that and it's it, I, I, can't, I just can't remember the the interview but I, but yeah I mean um, that's a that's a that's a deep cut that's a that's a um, a diehard moment at any show isn't it I mean pl- p- picking that one out and, and playing it. Um, mm. You, you, you are only going to know that if you're a diehard and you bought that box set and you've kind of delved into their um, into their back catalog and, and all the all the outtakes. Um,
0: I, I love the way that John and Ritchie sing it together. Like like they just yeah. really harmonize well together, especially like this performance. You know, and, and it's nice because like Let It Rock, we got professional cam footage of this performance too, which and it's on YouTube for anybody that wants to watch it. So um, yeah. I, so let's go. So I think the biggest highlight for me for this whole night um, is "Blood Money," and I think uh-huh. I think that was like the first encore song. Um, yeah, I just I I love "Blood Money." It's, it's my favorite from the "Blaze of Glory" album. It's obviously a solo album from or solo yeah, Blaise, You know, it's a solo song from John Solo "Blaze of Glory." Tongue tied. Yeah, and "Blood Money" has always been my favorite from that album. I love it vocally. And to see John just do that for, especially as an encore song, you know, because they do it later on in the nights as a circle stage. Yeah. It was kind of cool to. And I don't know if there was just some kind of. I think this was the night where there was a little bit of a tech issue. Um, that night, it, it might have been a different show that I'm thinking of, so don't quote me on this. But I think there was like a small tech issue with the drums, and that's why mm-hmm. John did Blood Money for a couple minutes. Oh, as okay. they were, the kinks i could be wrong i might be thinking of a different show but i'm i think there was like a tech issue and that's why john did blood money at that show but uh,
1: look to, to, to hear you know miss fourth of july and then blood money um again i mean I, blood money is one of those I, I don't know if you would have expected here miss fourth of july live i, I mean i think all, all I've, the only expectation I've ever had from any of John Solo work at a Bon Jovi concert is probably "Blaze of Glory." Yeah. I, I, I would there'd be no expectation for me to think, you know, we're going to hear anything else other, other than that track if if, if that they make a decision to play anything at all um from it. um So yeah, to hear, hear "Blood Money" was just incredible, wasn't it? I mean, it's just again one of one of those that you would never expect to hear.
0: Yeah, um, exactly. You know, two gems um let's get into night seven i think yeah. that night seven is probably the best set list that they had the, uh, out of all 12 nights yeah. and we're we're gonna talk about two really really good songs from uh-huh. you know, um happy now is the opener that's not one of the songs <laughs> so <don't
2: laughs>
0: people of this are like oh no 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 like, Um, But the first one, so this is probably the sixth song on the set list, Wild in the Streets. And this is a song that you, me, and millions of others would just love to see again. And I I know John probably couldn't do the chorus of it now, but that'd be a great way for let let the audience sing it, you know? But even in his performance here 13 years ago, he really did really well in the chorus. Um, So... And I always think one of the Shoots could also be like a really good encore song as well. I wish they'd kind of venture with that again, you know, as an encore song.
1: Yeah. I think it, I mean, it's, um, I mean, when was the last time that was, I remember it on the Crush Tour. Um, possibly Crush Tour. One, one Wild Night, maybe. Uh, um,
0: I think they they did it quite a bit on Crush Tour. And I think yeah. they did a couple of times on Have a Nice Day. Mm. Yeah, but once, yeah, I mean, it, it it, on last highways, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I can't. I can't really remember. But I mean, it. it, it yeah, it. It's it sort all of come out of nowhere, really, in that set list on, on night seven. I mean, um, you know, I, 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 I don't know if it had been played on the circuit tour previously, but um, it's such an upbeat song. It's such a. It's got a great chorus. Um, uh, I mean, there's. Is there a bad song on Slippery? I mean, I, I, I love the album. The interest, um, no. Social, social you know, disease. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. If you would be yeah, maybe maybe it is. But you know, wild well, in the streets. I mean, on yeah, for any other band, that's probably that's probably a lead single. That's probably that's another that's another band's living on a prayer. You
2: know? Yeah.
1: Um, so to 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 whack that in, you know, kind of six what's a sixth song, sixth song in, um, just as a. Another track in a set list, list. I think it's pretty special. Yeah, it's
0: great. But but watching this performance, John just seems like so happy. And, you know, I could say that about this entire residency or even tour. Like, you get, uh, you see John playing the hits, and yeah, he's, he's happy to be there and he's playing them. But you see more happiness and excitement from John when he's doing deep tracks. Yeah. And a lot of the streets is proof of that because John just seems so happy. He's playing a deep song he never really plays and seeing the audience happy to see it. And I think that really adds a lot of
1: happiness to did, 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 did is that Did John write that song on his own? Is that, I, I, I think so. Well, yeah, John are, wrote
0: that by himself. You know, I have super, let me take a quick look. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah.
1: We, 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 need, we need to know the answer.
0: We need to this is life or death. <laughs> oh, I got the booklet open right now. But yeah. uh, let's see here. Yeah, just, just John. So now everybody yeah, can- So because we we got the answer.
1: There you go. So so I think I think that for me is it. I think when you see when you see the um how he how he is playing this track. Um and again isn't it you know, he, he put I think he puts the set list together, so there's no reason why it couldn't appear on more set list, but yeah. I think again it's it's one of those that you probably dusts off and plays he, he, he sees um the audience really really enjoying that song and singing it and it's probably you know another one remembering he, he's written that song um on slippery because of the strength of the the singles off of it and the hits to a casual fan it probably just fade away a little bit doesn't it but he, he if he's up there singing that song and just seeing the reaction in the crowd it must be a must be a real nice feeling um one of the ones he's written himself you know that he you know he's he's pulling out so
0: um but that's not
1: that's not not the best song of the evening though
0: is it no that's the (laughs) last one of the (laughs) evening and and ironically it's the next song it's right after you know and it's funny too because you have wild in the streets wild is the wind (laughs) (laughs) two complete different meanings of of wild but yeah, so, and, and I would have gone, if I was at this show and seen Wild in the Street so early on in the set list, I'd be flipping out. And then on oh. top of that, they do Wild as the Wind, you know? Like, yeah. like fanboy and me would just probably have a heart attack, you know? So, <laughs> so they do Wild is the Wind. Um, I love John's vocals on this one, you know? Yeah. He, he sings it in a different way, you um, but in such a really good way, it really works yeah. for him. Um, there's uh, more, there's more,
1: there's a bit more maturity about it. Uh, it. You know, his voice is obviously aged at this point anyway, but I think there is that, you know, it, and, and, you know and, it, it, it's less, uh, it, you know, it's less, it's, it's less, it's less poppy in a sense. It kind of, it, it, there's a bit of maturity in, in the delivery. Um, I really, I, I love, I love the guitar um the acoustic oh. guitars that will build up to it
0: um, especially the way that they end it because you know on the new jersey studio version the song fades away yeah obviously you can't do that live because it would just be weird and so i love the way that richie ends the the song with you know the guitar you know he's he's a yeah. lower neck i'm a guitar so i know what i'm saying here but He's on the lower neck and just hitting those high E's and um, B's and just kind of going back and forth. It's a great way yeah. to go um, ending it. Um, and I love the way that they do. You know, the best line of the song, you know, maybe a better man would live in Derryfield, but maybe a better man would never say goodbye. I yeah. love the way that they do that at this. Right. At this yeah. Of, um, yeah. I I'd love to see what is the wind again. You know that, that's yeah,
1: I'll I mean, say it's one that I've never seen live that I, I would desperately have loved to have um, heard, yeah.
0: But I think, um, you but know, yeah, it, does,
1: it doesn't, it you, doesn't. You've, you've seen it once, yeah, or...
0: I've seen it maybe two or three times, yeah. Okay. I've
1: been to 68
0: shows my whole life, okay. Yeah. I think I'm, not that that matters, um, but the reason I'm saying this is because. I think I've only ever seen it twice out of all those shows. Yeah, of all those, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. Runaway. First time that they uh did it at these shows, which is kinda of surprising that they didn't play Runaway till night seven. Um
1: Yeah, it's quite quite late on, isn't it? You know, it's um I think most I think most I think most I think, most, I think when Cross and uh, Crossroads came out and it was you know the the only, the only track from the first album that was kind of locked there are the greatest hits i think i do think that 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 song is 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 well known and well received by the yeah. majority of um people in that in that venue um you know i, I think it, i think it's a i think it is known um i, I still like runaway I, I, I love the um i love the sort of piano acoustic version they did on the crush tour
0: <laughs> oh my gosh you know what i would give I like Runaway, don't get me wrong, but I would definitely choose the 2000 uh, Crash yeah, I, version. Just Johnny David. Yeah, I
1: still, I, I, I mean yeah. that, that for me was just.
0: I think we should that, start start That was
1: that was incredible. That at Wembley, Yeah, that sort of, yeah playing that, that just that just sounded amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoy, I enjoy Runaway Live. I, I, it's, it's, it's strange that it's taken until night seven to, to to sort of dust it off and play it.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's surprising. Um, ben, the only thing I want to say about Bad Medicine real quick is I love the cover that they did of Paint Black, which that wasn't one that they did often. You know, you know, Usually they always do Bad Case or Pretty Woman, Old Time Rock and Roll, and sometimes a few others, th- you know, Rocky Like a Hurricane or something, but like, they rarely ever did Paint It Black, and so I think that was kind of like a cool change-up. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I just wanted to kind of throw that out there real quick. Um, yeah circle stage they did open all night diamond ring i'll be there for you um and then love for sale um so i guess i guess i want to talk about i'll be there for you just a little bit um i think it was probably the best performance of, the, of that song of the entire residency okay, um yeah. i i and just like the whole valentine line you know and then the wine you know I love the way that, that John Ritchie kind of saying that, you know, and there was like a really and I think what makes that song so great at, at that at that night, the crowd just seemed really, especially when they're doing the whoa, you know, the crowd screaming back was just so loud. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to put that out there. And I, I didn't make any notes. I don't know why, but they did Love for Sale first time during the acoustic set.
1: Should be, it should be. It should. feel like it's quite special, shouldn't it? But um, I think with everything else they're playing and um, all the other things that are heard, I mean, I'd love for sales. Of, love for sales. Of, um, you know, a good bit of fun at, on on New Jersey. Um, if you're going to hear it anywhere in a Bon Jovi show, it's going to be it's going to be in that acoustic sort yeah. of section, section in the middle of the concert. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it'd be. I think it'd be fun to hear it. Um, would I would I prefer to hear Miss Fourth of July or Open All Night or Blood Money or I, mean, I don't know? It's it's, it's
0: hard, hard decision. It's,
1: it's a bit of fun. It's a bit of fun, but um, you know, yeah, I've I, sort of sat on the fence a little bit with um, Love for Sale. Really, um, it's a fun song, but there are songs I'd probably prefer to hear.
0: Yeah, I I, I like so, Love her yeah. Sale, but I'm not crazy. But like, I loved it for the This Love Feels Right DVD. You know, especially as like the yeah. opening song, that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, so then after the yeah. acoustic set, they, they they start work for the Working Man again. But I will uh, say, I I actually really dug that performance of it. Weird okay. spot on the set list again, but really good perform. I really like the way that John kind of s- sang it and stuff. Um, but I I think the best the you know, we, we, we got wild in the streets, we got wild as the wind, love for sale, and then to top it all up the very Here it film, comes. encore song, Something <laughs> to Believe in, which wow. if I ever get to see that song again live, I will flip, I will scream, I will <laughs> be happy. Yeah. And if anybody has not watched that performance, I don't even care if people turn this podcast off right now and go listen to it because you have to. It is, yeah. excuse my language here, is fucking incredible. Just it out is. of the road, amazing. You know, like Yokohama uh, 1996 of that performance, and it's also on the One One Night live album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unbelievable. This almost matches that. You know, and it's amazing because you watch that in 1996, and then this 2010, and still see how well John can sing just incredible there was a, a side note uh there's a v- video i think last year or this house tour where uh-huh. he was doing like a backstage rig of his stuff and he told the interviewer that every single tour he has a special base that he plays for something to believe in and most times they will not play like they, yeah. He even brought it out for this house tour and last year's tour. never played something to believe in. But he says he always brings it just in case John decides he wants to do it. Okay, uh, So a little fun little
1: side note. yeah that the guitar doesn't get a lot of uh, use, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's, on stage. A it's a shame. I feel, I feel sorry for that guitar. Um, um,
0: so something oh, to believe in was the first time it got oh. picked live since 2003. And and like this huge audience screaming with happiness, you know, was was awesome too. Um, yeah, I mean, it's I'll
1: a performance. You,
0: yeah. I'll let you it's talk. Incredible experience.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, look, I mean, I, I've only ever seen it once live, and that was 96, 1996 at Milton Keynes. If I'm being honest, um, you know, back back in the day then, you you you, pro- you probably didn't realize how lucky you were to sort of see a set list like that. You know, um, we had My Guitar Lies Bleeding, You Know, It's Hard letting You Go, Something to Believe In, uh, Damned. Oh, it's So many songs from um, these days. And you probably, when you're there, you kind of adjo- appreciate uh, enjoying it. But you, it's only when you look back now and think, blindly you know, when when, will when, when we, I ever hear My Guitar Lies Bleeding again, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, something something to believe in. Um, I think it was the first song John wrote for these days. I think, again, it's a, it's a song he's wrote on his own for the album. Um the the, the 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 depth and the emotion in the vocal on the album is incredible and you don't very you don't really think that can be perhaps replicated live. It's incredibly difficult. It's incredibly difficult. Um itself, I, I think on the these days Tori did do it. I don't I don't know if every night he, he he delivered it in that same way, but um he does an amazing job here on this oh. on this night at the residency. I mean, all those years later, um, I, I think his vocal and I think the band were in a really, really good place from like, um, 2008 through to probably sort of the open air sort of 2011 kind of period. They were throwing all these songs in, but that performance for me is, is, is one of the highlights of the residency. I think oh, it's, yeah, um, me too, know, I, I can listen to it over and over again. And, um, it's such a shame it doesn't get uh, played that much. I know, I know it. I know it would be a struggle now to to probably sing that track. To be honest, I know I know it would be.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but as you said, anyone wanting to kind of hear that song live, um, l- look on YouTube for the, for, for London 2, oh. um, Something to believe in because it it it's just incredible. It's yeah. just incredible.
0: Yep, yeah, exactly. I, I I could praise it all day. And one of the things I'll say too is just I love the way, you know, this is such a deep track that only like a lot of the deep, hard, deep, die hard fans know. But when they do the hey, hey, hey part,
2: oh, the entire yeah.
0: audience is screaming, if not louder, hey, oh, hey, yeah. you know, just unbelievable. So let's get into night eight. Uh, Blood was the opener. Um, summertime. I absolutely love, I remember the Lost Highway Tour. I loved seeing yeah. Summertime getting played, you know, because I love watching Tico play the, you know, boom, 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 you know. Yeah. I, I love that. So it was kind of cool for, to see them do it again. Um, yeah, I always say it, it should be done more because I also love the way that, that John sings it, you know. Especially like the, you know, um, it, you know I, just, I, love, I love the way he sings the verses. Yes, you
1: know, yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's,
1: like, it's, like, it's a you know, I, I, I like it. I think, I think um, Lost Highways is an album that actually um, has held up really well. I think the, the, the production on that one, the quality of the songs through it, um, it, took, it took a little while for some of the songs to sort of grab me when I first um, had the album. Um, it, was, it, it was a bit different to Have a Nice Day, and you know, obviously different direction as such. But yeah, Summertime is a, a fun song. Um, I, I, I quite I like the lyrics. I sort of I think actually. Um, the, the problem Bon Jovi have got is this, there's so many, there's so many good songs to throw into the setlist, isn't there? Um, yeah, you could put you put put Summertime in there, but at the expense of, you know, so so many others. So trying to try fit them all in, but um, yeah, I think it's 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 one. There'd be no harm in dusting off that song, you know, a few times during a tour and, and and mixing it in. It's it's um, yeah, it's a, it's a decent song. It, it wasn't a single, was it, Summertime?
0: No, it, it I, You know, it could it, have been. Didn't
1: it? Could have
0: been. Could have, I, I, I remember when Lost Highway was released, June 2007. <clears throat> and I remember this is before you could hear any of the songs before the album came out. Yeah, uh, you couldn't hear the songs. You could only hear the single. So anyway, I remember getting the Lost Highway album, going home, putting it on. Lost Highway was the first track, then Summertime. And I always thought, you know what? This has got to be a second or third tune because it, it's perfect. because yeah. We're in the middle of summer already. And I, and I made a lot of memories of that song because it was Summertime, playing Summertime. I don't know. I'm surprised it never was a single, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Circle Stage songs were of Roses, Squeeze Box, which was which was a cover. These Days and mm-hmm. Saturday Night. So let's talk about These Days. Because that was the first time that it got played on the tour. And not the uh, version that we know. They did it acoustic. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And I think it sounds really cool acoustic. Because Richie also brings out his double neck guitar. And I think yeah. he really ever did that on, uh, he, he, he plays that guitar on Wanted. And I think hearing an acoustic really gives you the appreciation for how it sounds with the acoustic chords and the way that Richie plays the notes. Um,
1: well, I think, yeah, I mean, the, I think these days, I think, I was say, I think the album, again, I, it's just it's, there's so, so much mature, maturity around that sort of album in, in comparison to probably what, what, what came before. And I think Richie is, for me, Richie is all over that album, you know, just that, where it's that just a little bit of blues influence and just that style of guitar play that he has, his vocal, the harmonies all the way through it. So he, hearing it um, acoustic, we both, both, get both their vocals um, and, that, and that song sort of stripped down, Um yeah, I, 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 that's that's a really nice performance of that track. Um, unusual for the first time it's been played at the residency for it to be in that in that, <laughs> in that position. And you, and again, you think you know, uh, th- these days was hu- the album was huge over here. You know, um, mm. number one album, those three nights at Wembley and the following tour. Um, you know, th- that album was huge. So, you know. No reason not to play that in the encore is in its full electric electric version. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's quite a big decision to sort of have that as a
2: yeah.
1: as a smaller scale um, acoustic version. Um, exactly. But but that's that's again that's that's where you, that's where you see what fine music, musician 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 I gotta say it musicians these guys are. Um, you know they, they they can just pick one of their tracks and just kind of strip it down, play it that way. Um, mm-hmm. In and some I, ways, it's, it's more emotional, isn't it? It's somewhat, in some ways, it sort of brings a, a emotional depth to the song you probably don't necessarily hear off the album, so.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, because I also love the way that John sings that, you know, I was walking around just a face in the crowd, trying to keep myself out of the rain, you know. Yeah. And kind of said, it has a different feel to the way that he delivers those lines. It's all about delivery. When yeah. you are reading the song and then you sing, you, it's all about delivery. And the way that he says those lines kind of kind of gets you, especially, the whole, you know, like like when they do, and uh, you know, Jimmy shoes busted both his legs trying to learn to fly yeah. second story window. He just, um, you know, and, but when, when John and Richie are both singing, you know, don't you know that all my heroes died? And I guess I'd rather die than fade away. The way that Richie yeah, also yeah. sings those lines too, like it, you know, it's delivery and it, yeah. it hits you, you know? Yeah. Last highlight for me of that song was, was seeing David on the accordion playing that song too.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, very, very, very unusual. Um, yeah, you know, to, to hear it in that way, um, no, but,
2: but you cool, know, cool way.
1: Again, yeah, again, I, de- I definitely recommend searching that one out and look and, 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 and seeing that. Um, it's just, it's just a very different way, and they say to to hear some of those lyrics just d- delivered. Um, and I say it's, it's in essence the same song, but it just it just hits you in a different way. Um, so. Yeah, re- yeah, really enjoyed that performance.
0: Um, and then the encore was I Love This Town, Wanted Prayer. So we'll talk about I Love This Town, which I don't think you could have done. They do it the final night, which we'll get into, but you can't do a residency without doing I Love This Town. Now, obviously, the, I keep talking about general fans today versus the diehards. And I don't mean to, but as a diehard you would expect them to do "I Love This Town" at one of these nights, and so they yeah. finally do it on night eight. And uh, I think it's a great encore song. You know, whether it's the first song that they play or the last song, and they've done it different ways on the Lost Highway tour. Yeah. Show. Um, but uh, I I love JBJ um and Richie at the end of at the end of the song at the end of the performance. Um, I know this is a little highlight for me. Yeah,
1: uh, it's i can't i can't say it's, it's not my favorite from lost highway um really? but i th- yeah i, really, I, I think, right. think now i think lost highways um myself so probably it's probably the one album i, I, I kind of I, I probably appreciate more now than i did when it's first released really um and i think songs have held up really well yeah. um so I, I, you know I, I kind of i still i still enjoy listening to that. And maybe it's a bit like kind of you know Wild in the Streets, where there are so many good songs on. There's so many good songs on Lost Highway that actually, it's it's not one that's sort of in the in the forefront of, of, of for me really. But um, but I think live, I think I think live and in that sort of encore spot, um, it does come to life. It does sort of it, yeah. it, it's you know that, that that's what it's built for for me. That's 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 and you know. Um, and that's why I say it feels a bit like kind of you know, I think I think Wild in the Streets was sort of built for that live show, you know, and and that kind of um, delivery with the in, in just that kind of energy. And in a different, I know it's a different song, I know it's a different style, but I think you know I love this town was 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 written, um, you know, for, for kind of live shows and
0: into into in encore, showing appreciation um, for the... yeah, I think, I think, yeah, yeah.
1: And I think it, I think I think for that, you know, it works. Um, it was going to show up someone in the residency. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and Encore was the right spot for it. Yeah, I have got a problem with it. It's, it's um, it's a good, song.
0: It's a good well, song. Let's get into night nine. Yeah. Uh, last Man say was the opener. So I guess the first highlight for me, though, was uh, Garage Land, which we know is a deep track. It's an outtake. It was put on the box, 2004 box set. Tour premiere. Obviously, that they have never done it before. So I know it's not really a premiere. I just know it's, you know um i know it's a fan favorite it's a diehard favorite um i like john's speech right and this is where he talks about um how he wanted to do 75 different songs in yeah. t- for this residency and i think at the time they were like 50 something and um so i think he also makes the line you know this is you know the one that only the diehards are gonna know you know it, yeah. it, I think it's nice for him to kind of acknowledge that he knows that diehards would know a song like that, and you know, so um.
1: yeah. And I think I think with that, I think like you say, when it was um sort of only lonely earlier in the tour, it was I think I think there's I, I do think that as a band, um, I think I think you know there is a. There is a, there is a, a sort of a want or a desire to to play some of these songs and to and to break out these and play them. The, the, the beautiful thing about the residency, it allows you to do that. Uh, if this if this was if this was UK tour across ten different venues in the UK, um, okay, a couple of nights in London, but y- y- you know it there would definitely be you know two or three song changes every night, but it would not be um, what there was on the residency. Yeah. The band are comfortable. The band, the band are there. They're comfortable. They're, they, yeah, they're, they're rehearsing. Probably rehearsing different songs all the way through this time, three week time period, bouncing ideas around. They've got, to, they've got to feel um, excited by every night. They've got to feel like they're doing something different. They, they don't want to be playing the same sort of twenty five songs every night. So, it's got to be exciting for them. And I think, you know, Garage Land. I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, was it off? Is it an uh, outtake for Crush Sex Sales, Crush around 99, 2000? Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think it came from the Sex Sales demos. Yeah.
1: And maybe,
0: okay. yeah. But it's the same time period,
1: really. Yeah, same time period. So, again, you know, I mean, they had so many songs with the yeah. delay of, you know, what would have been Sex Sales in 99, finally in Crush. I mean, it's probably the most, I mean, so many songs they've recorded or, or demos for those albums. Um, yeah. It, it it probably fits on it, it probably fits on any album, doesn't it? Really, I mean, it's, it's a good song. It's it's um it's fun. It's it's lively. Um, it's a shame. It's a shame it's left off. I mean, we we we've said this on a couple of um messages we've had on kind of Twitter and stuff before in the past. It's just you know, and and the, the box set sort of proves it. But the the leftovers and the the songs that don't sort of make it, you know.
0: Um yeah, and, and the the whole you know that's that such um, a whole point in but yeah yeah then like the way that John comes here where does a garage band you know yeah. yeah I I love it you yeah, know and so I it, just it, go.
1: It, and it's going back to yeah, and it's going back to the roots, isn't it? It's going back to kind of like what you know where, where we've come from, and they that they were just that kind of yeah. group of guys together, sort of probably you know practicing in in, in their backyard or the garage or wherever it was. And they are just that kind of small band that have just yeah, I like I like I like the song. Um, um, yeah, you know, it's again another another song to come out on the residency that. I mean, looking but looking back on it now, I should have quit that job and um, just kind of gone on every night of the residency. <laughs> I should, you know, because uh, I'm not working. I'm not working that job now. So looking back on it now, <laughs> if, I the time, if I had the time period, if I had the time again, I would have gone. I'm going to those shows, and um, I'll just I'll just not work for two or three weeks. You know?
0: <laughs> so, so missing night three was not worth worth the job.
1: Well, um, you know, it's difficult, isn't it, to say that um, everything in life kind of as a as a bear. Yeah, um, exactly.
0: But yeah, um, let's get into the circles. St- really, nothing to talk about here. Same s- memory. I'll be there for you. Pain, sorry, and I. But what I wanted yeah. to talk about was sleep when I'm dead. So kind of like last year, they would do the acoustic set, and then start with s- I'll sleep when I'm dead. And that really hypes the crowd up, and that's exactly what th- what they did here. Um, Tico on the drums on this one was really good. For some, you know, oh. I mean, it's always good, but for some reason, like this one, really stuck out the way that he played drums on it.
1: Yeah, so, pretty
0: good. Um, yeah, I think
1: it's. I think it's a song that we we've probably both seen you know a, a lot of times over the years, and um, I think it's one of those ones that you, you you know there are just certain performances where it just kind of clicks and the energy level is a bit higher. And this feels like it's one of those performances on that night. It just feels like there's just a bit more, a bit, a bit of magic in the air as such, and it just feels like. And T- and Tico definitely drives that song, doesn't he? You know, that, that,
0: oh,
1: that, abso- you know, absolutely, absolutely is there, so if, 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 if he is sort of uh, on form and into that song, which he, he generally is, isn't he? He's, he's, he's so consistent. Um, um, who says? Yeah, good, good performance. Uh,
0: who says? The only thing I wanted to mention about that is I, I think that had like a really good build up at the end with the audience and the band um, out of the other performances of that song. Um, the encore was always wanted prayer we've already kind of talked about always i just wanted to say like i think the band outro on this one was was phenomenal hell yeah. of a soul i think to it compared to the first one um just wanted to put, point that out um yeah let's get into night 10 um blood on blow is the opener so there's two songs i really want to talk about you probably already know which ones First one is the cover of "I Don't Like Mondays," which we know that's one of John's favorite songs to play because he did it in what these days tour, because it also ended up on the One, one Night album with Bob Geldof. And-
1: yeah, well, he did it. He did it on the final night of the um, three shows at Wembley in '95 um, when they, yeah. they were they were they were re, they were revisiting and talking about um, Live Aid, so and that and they brought Bob Geldof on for for that. Um, and I do like think- Mondays. I got to say, I mean, it was. I, I was really, I was, I was sort of really surprised to see it, and to and to be back in London, and to revisit that, and for Bob Geldof to come back out, which he did on that night, and 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 sing that song with the band. Yeah, I was like, wow, you know, like I I, I, yeah, I, I, w- I wouldn't have expected them to actually recreate that and revisit that song. Yeah, um, but to do it in London, to do it, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, wow. That's that's actually the sort of thing I would have expected on the final night.
0: Yeah, good, good. Yeah, surprise.
1: it's to just again, just like randomly, sort of night ten. I get, I guess Bob Geldof, perhaps was, you know, just worked out sort of maybe maybe it was planned and it was the, the night he could do it. But um, they did a really good job of that song. Yeah, though.
0: especially the way that John sings the verses, or even like right, like right uh, in the bridge, you know, down, down, you know, uh, you yeah, know. and you know, like. Every time I hear that song, I'm like I think of like what you know what the song is actually about, right? Yeah. About the school shooting and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like I don't know. It's yeah, it's kind of a heartbreaking to hear, but at the same time too, like it you, is. Yeah. Um, so, and then right after they do that, I think they go into I Got the Girl, which yeah is very rare. They don't play that very often. And they did it in London or yeah, London there on night 10. And um I loved watching John play guitar and, and kind of like wild in the streets. You could tell John's really happy because, you know, John yeah. wrote a song about his daughter, Stephanie, who was five at the That's time. Right. And yeah. in this because he does a, a speech, I think right after the guitar solo, he talks about how he wrote that one for his daughter, Stephanie, when she was five. And now she was, she's all grown up and she's getting ready for a fashion show somewhere. Yeah. And so that was kind of cool to kind of see him take a break from the song and just kind of share his, a love and excitement for his daughter and, and that's probably why we got the song because she was doing that special thing that day
1: probably, and, probably was I'll take it I'll, I'll take it, it. I'll take, yeah absolutely I mean I think it's one that probably I think I felt after the Bounce Tour it probably got played um overplayed a little bit I, I, I think I, I went to a few shows on Bounce Tour and then off back of um, so, uh, the um Crush Tour and I think I probably I pro- I, yeah I probably was happy not to maybe have it for, for a couple of tours after then but you know it's a fun song it's it's a it's a really really fun up, up, uplifting song positive song um you know when when did he do it did, did he do it in an, in in america somewhere where where she came on stage of him um, yeah that was uh in los
0: angeles this house tour i believe i think it was uh, in yeah okay yeah vegas or los it was somewhere on the west coast yeah um, but yeah I, and i love the way that john does the second verse especially since when he sings but i don't care what she wears and then yeah. the second chorus
1: oh got, yeah i've got three daughters um so kind of always sort of um i remember hearing that song sort of you know just yeah yeah it's just, it's just one it's, it's it's one of those ones there are, there are certain songs aren't there if you've got a sort of family of your own you can kind of again sort of tie some of the lyrics or just some some of the meaning of the song into your own sort of family or your life it it, it means a bit more but yeah I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah I, 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 I'll take I got the go. I think it's a you know it's it's a, a you got to say it's a rarity at this point um through yeah. uh the circle tour yeah um I, is, is, is that the biggest surprise of the is there is there a better song coming though is there a, that's, that's what I was just least?
0: actually yeah. there is but I'm kind of a, far away from that right now okay yeah, uh, yeah. One thing I want to say about I Got the Girl before we move on is, you watch Richie's face, like like you can tell Richie loves playing that song too. Even though John, yeah,
2: okay.
0: if you watch him play the guitar So he he loves playing it. You, yeah. You know, um, so, love's the only rule. I put some notes here, but we kind of re- really talked about it. But the only thing I wanted to say, I guess, was. John going through the crowd and that build up. And I love the way that John exits at the end. You know, he leaves the stage, you know, going down, yeah. steps. you know, you know, I, I love that. Um, the circle stage saw so better roses, diamond ring these days, acoustic again, Saturday night. Um, and then after the circle, this is kind of a weird spot for happy. I think happy now is like perfect for as an opener yeah anywhere else on the set list unless maybe it's an encore it doesn't work but they put happy now right after the uh the acoustic set and it was kind of different i think but still cool yeah you see john on the stage just kind of you know he doesn't have a spotlight but you see him walking around and you know richie starts the talk box and you know john spraying his throat drinking and stuff you know drinking water tea whatever um But, yeah, I I think – and I don't know if you notice, but if you watch a video that, I think Richie makes a mistake on that guitar intro because then Tico messes up a little bit on the drums. But then they pick it right – this is how professional musicians they are. They
1: they
0: make it right, and you can't even tell they made a mistake. But if you watch that closely, you can kind of tell Richie makes a mistake on the guitar, and Tico screws up for a second. But Mm. then – they, they pick it right it
1: probably, back. It probably, so it probably is quite a weird spot for the song isn't it i mean what, what did they open with that night i can't remember was it blood on blood that night the,
0: the opener? opener let me see if i put that yeah blood was the opener
1: yeah in, in a way I would, in, in a way i would have switched those two rounds
0: yeah you know it, it could have been one of those things too where like john was just kind of experimenting and saying hey
1: yeah
0: i don't think they ever did that again and i think maybe it was just a way of john taking hey would this work and you know, I'm not going to complain. I'd be happy to see Happy Now anywhere on this list. but I think just as in John's point of view, I think it's only good to put it as a first song.
1: Yeah, I think opener. it works well there, doesn't
0: it? Maybe you're kind of pushing it a little bit, but maybe even as an encore opener, you know. Um, so, but oh. so now the big the big song that we wanted to talk about for this one. So the encore they did, Damned Wanted Prayer so obviously we're going to talk about damned
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah yeah that was a. I a
0: mean, uh, uh, that's a good song to start an encore with too i i think
1: it's, it's, yeah i mean it, again it, i mean i mean the the these days um i mean the quality the quality of songs um th- through that album um is incredible um yeah. I mean, you know, damned. Is it a deeper cut? Obviously, it wasn't, it wasn't a single. It, it, I mean, it, it, it's a it's a fantastic song. Um, I really I really enjoy it. I, I love the guitar solo. I love the verses. I love the chorus. Um, you know, it's so, it's so it's so rare to hear it. It, yeah. it, it really is. Um, so- I mean, it's just it's you know, it, it's so rare to hear that song.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, and I I love watching John and the Maracas with that song too. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, the sh- sh- shades of sort of keep the faith of him. Just seeing yeah. him with the Maracas kind of always, you know, the, the song I'm expecting to go into is obviously keep the faith. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, you use them for for, for Damn as well. But um,
0: yeah,
1: it, 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 I, lo- it, I love the vocal delivery just for the um, guitar solo. Yeah. Just, That's
0: what I, I wanted think. to to say too. I think if, you know, the we talk about something to believe in vocals. But even with Damned, you compared 1996 vocals to 2010 vocals, both incredible. Yeah. And 2010, he's, he still sings it so well and so great, especially like, you know, the heart in your hand line, you know, that leads into the chorus. I just love the way that he sings that or like you just say, you know, into the guitar solo, uh, which the guitar solo was also awesome as well. I, I thought Richie was like bang on on that. Amazing.
1: I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, uh, again, of all the songs they could probably pull off of, I mean, you you tend to hear these days or maybe Diamond Ring, um, sometimes, Hey God, um, this, this Ain't A Love song kind of does get, or has been played a bit. But to, to, to pull out stuff like something to believe in yeah. and, and damned and you know some of these deeper tracks from these days, yeah. um, I think John, I think re- I think John really pre- really likes that album still. I think I I remember sort of um, through lockdown he was doing a little kind of yeah a bit of reflection on some of the previous albums, and I think he felt that still held up really well these days. And that you know um, listening listening back on it, you know the quality of the songs is really strong. Um, yeah, I thought. Oh, mm. I, 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 I can't I can't so I've got no I have got, got no. um nothing other other than good things to say about that that whole album really and that whole sort of time period for the band mm. so anything live uh from these days damned be an absolutely no exception um you know it's always a pleasure to hear um mm, absolutely. just just a shame that you know we don't hear them that that often to be honest um and there's a real you know when you listen to the album um version i mean there's a you know there's a real he's kind of spitting those lyrics out you know there's a real oh, aggression there's a real aggression in some of those lyrics a real you know and it's and it's not you know that that's and again that, that's that's just that production for some of those songs on these days and just some of that different vocal delivery but just think, um
0: but that, that's the perfect word for it aggression yeah. so, and i think that worked so well for what the song was and what the song was about having that attraction, yeah. anger, frustration, and the way that, and like I said, delivery is everything. When you're writing, writing and singing a song, it's the delivery and how you say those yeah. words. And he, John did it perfectly. And he yeah. performs it perfectly that same he way. Um, it's going to that's, be
1: uh, And that's, that's, that's a tough one. I mean, so you obviously you can do, do your rehearsals and um, you know um, sound checks and everything, but this is, this is a song that just hasn't been played. Can't yeah. be at all, you know. Um, it, it needs and, to be and, played and a lot yeah, more. Yeah, and I appreciate their, you know, professional <laughs> musicians, and I appreciate they sort of know what they're doing. But to to come out in front of a live audience of twenty thousand people and just pull that track out and play it like they did, and um, I've
0: I've seen it, it really written cool. down on set lists too, at, whether oh, yes. it's the set list or as an audible, but then it doesn't get played. I've seen that a ton of yeah. times on the recent tours. I don't get it. But, uh, probably another into-
1: tough one, probably another tough one vocally, isn't it? The chorus, and yeah, just you know, probably. like I say, probably that that um yeah. is not an easy one to, to to do,
0: yeah. Let's get into night 11 here. Uh, was the opener first highlight story of my life, which is the first time played on the yeah. tour. Uh, I think th- I think they only did it two or three times on that tour, to be honest. Um, I love the way that John sings the verses. So if you watch performances from the have a nice day tour and lost highway tour of john singing it yeah he, he has a lot more band interact like he's he'll sing to richie then he'll go sing to david during the bridge he didn't really do that on this performance he just kind of stood at his you know a little bit but not much and he just pretty much uh-huh. you know so th- that was kind of different to see play you know i think it only gets and maybe that's because of what we're used to i think it only works for me seeing it live if Cause it's like a blood and blood sequel part two. It's talking about brotherhood and them as a band. And so for me, if they do that live, I want to see him interact with Richie. I want to see him interact with David, and you know, so.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah. no. Yeah, I mean
1: it's yeah. I mean it's um. I I don't mind it. I I I quite like it on um. Have a nice day as an album. You know, it's um. It's quite a nice song. Um, it, I think it worked well, and I have a nice day. Tour, I remember it. I remember enjoying it. Um, like I say, it—it's it, one of the songs here on the residency that perhaps di- didn't didn't feel like um, the band were as it as into it. Maybe I, I, I don't yeah. know. Um, you know, um, but um, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with it.
0: Yeah, I, I think um, it was. It's still fun to see
1: on this atlas. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's 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 different, isn't it? I mean, the yeah. problem is with night eleven. There's obviously, um, you know, one track in particular there that, um, or um, part of a track in particular there that is just so unusual and so rare and random that it, yeah. for me, kind of just over it just take t- takes everything else away from it. Um yeah. but Love we'll that. come to that. I'm sure.
0: Yeah. The next highlight is Lay Your Hands on Me. And re- this is the yeah. only time of the Twelve Nights that John actually sings Lay Your Hands on yes. Me. Now, this is in a weird you look at the set list and they did Superman Tonight, Lay Your Hands on Me, then Captain Crash. Lay Your Hands that that's kind of a weird spot to put it. Yeah. It worked. Um, uh, but I I really loved it. I think um because I watched so many different videos today of Richie singing it, I think it was kind of refreshing to see John sing it in something yeah. different um but i really like the how the the drive to the band i really love how they play they play so well together Mm -hmm. um the the outro really stood out for me too on this one because you know the whoa whoa, whoa, whoa." look at me i'm an amazing singer right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) i I, I love that uh that that part uh i think that's what really stood out for me for that performance but yeah it was really nice to see john kind of sing that, that again you know
1: yeah, I mean, it's, again, it, there's no reason why that couldn't have been an opener th- for, for, for a couple of these nights. Um, yeah. I'll tell you, you know, and I'll keep reminiscing, but going back to 1996 when I had the marching band intro for um, Lay Your Hands On Me. Um it sounds so obvious listening to it back as to what song that was. But honestly, when the, when the marching band came out on stage, we, we had no idea what's going on. We like, yeah. <laughs> it was always like,
2: what is going on here? It's
1: just like, and then it took, it took like, it took a, it probably took like 20 seconds or so for your brain to kind of register the, 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 the music and the kind of, and picking up sort of lay your hands on me. But yeah, I mean, um, I'm not sure they could have recreated that in, in, in the arena as such. But, yeah, I mean, he, hearing that as an opener, there would have been nothing wrong with that on the on the residency uh, with, with John singing it. Um, but I think you're right. I think hearing Richie sing it sort of every night or practically every night, um, I think by the time it gets to night 11, it is actually quite nice to hear John yeah, um, delivering the vocal on there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, still, um,
1: still the- enjoy that track.
0: Yeah, the Circle Stage, I I, I think the Circle Stage set was probably the best Circle Stage set that they did the entire residency. They did Hallelujah, Blood Money, Santa Fe, and The Last Night. Now, Me Lost Highway is my favorite album, so maybe this is why I'm saying it. But I think Circle Stage was the best set the entire time. So we talked about Hallelujah, we talked about Blood Money. Let's talk about Santa Fe. So Santa Fe is also a, a solo song. That yeah. John was from Bla- and I remember waking up the next morning after this show, and looking at the set list. Every every time that they ever played, I'd wake up the next day and see the set list, and I remember I was like, "Fuck, they played Santa Fe," you know, uh-huh. and that's one song that you don't like. You wouldn't believe that they would play because you know John usually would just do Blaze of Glory. You're lucky to get Blood Money, then you're even luckier to get Santa Fe. And I oh, know that the original Santa Fe is probably John's best vocal performance he has ever done on the yeah. album. So it was really cool to see him sing it a little differently, but still so well. And I, I, I love seeing the band's interpretation. It. It's, it's like Blaze of Glory, right? like seeing uh, Richie play the guitar on Blaze of Glory. He didn't write or record on no. that but he makes it his own and just plays it so phenomenally well. So it's kind of cool to see the band come together. And you know, another fact about this too. So when they do this circle stage set, John's by himself for hallelujah. Then he brings out Bobby and David only to the circle. Yeah. Stage. And then the whole band comes or for Santa Fe. And then the whole band comes out for the last night. Um, but back to Santa Fe, real quick. Um, I love the the accordion feel. I know I keep saying it yeah. for songs, but I just love the way that David does the accordion. And then I love the way that John sings the verses for Santa Fe. I
1: mean, I, it's complete complete surprise um, to be honest. I mean, you know, I mean, it's one of those it's one of those songs, and you you, you kind of never why why would you ever think you're going to hear that live? Um yeah. you know, it's it's never been done at a John Bon Jovi solo show um why would I why would I think we're going to break out Santa Fe kind of you know in 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 the residency here um but I mean just incredible uh Mm -hmm. again once one to look up on YouTube and probably for anyone that hasn't seen it
2: um
1: I I can't imagine you're ever going to see it again so um you know I mean it's just I they're not going to rehearse this um very often you know i mean they 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 must they must they must have they must have done some work on it to but it just it just sort of felt you know it's kind of from the heart it's just john doing something that he wants to do like I say i don't think you get this without there being like a 12 night residency and the band just kind of letting loose and doing something a bit different for them as much as the crowd um he knows that there's going to be the same fat some of the same fans night after night coming back spending money and it's just one of those moments that we just, you know you're, you're just being given a gift aren't you i mean it's just it's just so yeah. so rare and so um yeah. wonderful to see that
0: on absolutely. There. Um, absolutely
1: just um, incredible.
0: Yeah. uh let's go into the, the last night so for me last time is my favorite album so like i was so happy to watch this but, <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't really play much on the last tour and they really never really put at all after that, your dog really must like that as well. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> I might, I might just have to get that and come straight back. Is that okay? What's that? I might just need to get the door very quickly. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Do we? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be as quick as I can. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh no no no! You're fine. You know, we just gotta get through night eleven and night twelve, and we'll be done. Um, But the last night um, is one of my favorites. I love it lyrically, and it was kind of see the whole. Nice to see the whole band do it acoustic. Um, Yeah, I love the you know the guitar broken down here and that um, a little cleaner than you can hear on the studio version. The accordion. I love the way that John sings the the verses as well. Um, you yeah, know, and I I really like the part. You know, we're all looking out for answers. We're down here on our knees. Oh, anybody wants it, something to believe, you know, and so on. I just love the way that he delivers those lines at this show.
1: Um, I think I think it's. Uh, as I said to you before. I think it, it, it's an album. I'm not sure. I yeah, I'm not sure I appreciated it fully <laughs> on its first release. To be honest, I'm not sure, but. I think over the years, it's probably one of the one, one of the ones I sort of revisit the most. And actually, as I'm looking at the O2 sort of opening night back in 2007, they played they played the last night um, in the second encore. It was "Hallelujah" the last night, and then "Wanted." Um, I, I, re- I remember really enjoying that, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, I, I, I do like the song, and I think. Um, it's, it's again against it's, well, yeah, a friend of mine a friend of mine's not not a fan of um lost highway at all really but, um yeah it's one of the ones that i think is is aged really well yeah and, and and that song's a great example of it you know i mean there's so there's so many good songs on that album to be honest Let's
0: have given the encore they did when we were beautiful uh Wanted it in prayer. We'll talk about Beautiful real quick because that you know, he did when we were Beautiful quite a bit on the tour. And he did a few nights of the residency, but this the only time they ever did as an encore for the residency was uh night eleven. And I, I think it's a great encore song because it starts out, you know, the band comes out, and it's just John for a second. I'm hanging, you know, uh the world is cracked, this guy is torn, I'm hanging and holding all. And then I yeah. love the way that the band just comes in after that verse, you know, and then, you know, they get into it. Um, so I, I think it works as an encore song, especially for yeah. this fight. Um, so let's get into the <laughs> This is the longest, and I've had a great chat. This has been the longest yeah. podcast episode I have ever done, but- um, There's a lot
1: to cover, Jerry. There's a lot to cover in it. Yeah. it, you know, um, I yeah. think when we when you both said about it, and actually, you know what when you first said let's talk about the o2 in my head i was thinking is there enough to talk about though i think we've probably proved there is (laughs) i think we've probably proved there is actually
0: it's it's funny because i i try to keep these episodes 45 minutes and and i i I asked you i said do you think 60 minutes 90 minutes too much for you like no that'll be fine and and I did not realize that this was going to take about two and a half hours just to talk about. Nah. Which I'm glad we did though, because I yeah really yeah about this for a long time. So let's get into the last night. I know that you went to this show. Um, yeah. Be- before we kind of talk about highlights overall, what was that night like for you? As a fan. And- yeah, as so, I
1: say, I, I mean. Having seen the band, you know a, few, a fair few times before. You've obviously got a level of expectation anyway. You know that London generally feels um, special. They 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 normally pull out a few more songs. You you, you it tends to feel like it's a longer show in London. I, I knew it was the last night of the residency, so again I'm probably expecting that there might be um, some surprises and 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 um, uh, and everything. Um as I said before, it's the first show my wife um had had gone to of Bon Jovi. So I'm t- I'm taking somebody that's never experienced Bon Jovi Live before, which is which is good. Okay. Um the, the, the it was it was absolutely round, you know. It was there wasn't a spare seat, it was the atmosphere was phenomenal, kid rock were great, um they were to, to, to get the crowd going and the energy they brought to the stage was fantastic. Um, you know, th- they finished their set and you kind of think, and I, I actually remember thinking, you know, Bon Jovi needs to be good. It needs, they need to, you know, they need to come out and, and then yeah. this needs, you know, the crowd was so high and so kind of energized that like this, this has to be really good now. Um, this, has, and, and that's the bar kid, kid rock set. Um, you know, I'm not a particular fan, I haven't really got any of their music um, particularly, but they 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 really did set the bar high. Um and Bon Jovi didn't disappoint at all. Um, yeah. you know, um from the open of blood on blood to to, to the encores and the close. Yeah. Um
0: what what was the highlight of the show for you, like your number one highlight? And
1: we're, we're gonna probably, talk about, through
0: the set list here in a set, or, my highlights too so but for you what was your number one highlight yeah, pro-
1: pro- yeah probably um similar to, your, to yours i think it was i think it was the, the sign requests in the encore uh, oh boy
0: uh, what, do i what, have some I've not really seen
1: that but it was but it was sign requests it was um it was these days and it was um it's hard letting you go um
2: yeah they, I, were, both, I wanna...
1: they, they were both signed requests so both um it felt like they were spontaneous it felt like they were definitely not planned especially it's hard letting you go yeah um you know um but you know and there, and there there were a few songs during the main set as well which I I'd not heard before or I'd not heard for a long time um so but the energy level for the band was electric um yeah. the they, they were just having an absolute ball um you know you, 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 and that's what I say was different from any other time I've seen them is they were so kind of relaxed and so it it, it was just effortless it was yeah. just you know, and and I think that is a result of that residency. They're in the same location. They they they've they've had fun doing it. This is the final night. They can actually just have a bit of a party now. They can just have a, and and you know, I didn't want it to end. It was just like. It could have gone on. It could have gone on another sort of half an hour or an hour. It would have been fine, you know.
0: But it was. It wasn't was like a three-hour. At least a three-hour set, right? Because I think didn't they almost go past? I think it,
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it was close. Till mean, they played twenty-eight songs, so yeah, I think it. You know, it, it, it two hours forty-five minutes. It was close yeah. to three hours. Um, I mean, yeah. Just you know, uh, unbelievable to be honest. Um, yep.
0: So they opened up with blood, which for you that must have been incredible. You know, your last night there and. Were you kind of keeping an eye on the set list every night at that time? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I knew there was a possibility that the club would be an opener. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> and I, then Richard
1: yeah. Although um, I, kind of knew, I, I knew they did it the night before, so I sort of thought maybe it would be something different. Um, but I was happy with it as an opener. I mean, John coming out on his guitar and, um, hmm. you know, yeah, I just – it was – just instantly, the sound of everything just all the instruments together, the guitars, the drums everything sounded like every was yeah. the mix the production was was perfect. there was no kind of like it took a couple of songs for the it, it, it took a couple of songs for the sound to be right or there was an it, 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 and maybe like I so say that's just the experience I've had there for a few nights already mm. but from yeah. the first from the first moment, it just sounded phenomenal
0: yeah. Um, the, I guess the first highlight for me just from watching online, nothing comparable to you from being there, but "Blaze of Glory." You know, first time played on that tour. Um, and I, I said a bit ago, but it's kind of it's. I love watching Richie play the guitar solo on it because he does it incredibly well. Um. And and Tico on the drums before the final chorus. You know, every time I, you know, every time I hear that "Blaze of Glory" and the band performs it, if you ever pay attention, especially Madison Square Garden, two thousand eight, of Dry County. Yeah, I'm sorry, "Blaze of Glory." You know how always starts the boom, boom, boom. Yeah, boom, it's actually, and I'm not a drummer, so I don't know this for sure. But it's, if you pay attention, if you compare the always intro, and the intro to the final chorus you know right after you know when john sings night after night after you know it I, I, yes, I, I keeps I, I keep dry county stuck in my head right now never mind but the last chorus right before it, tico does a, a drum thing
1: yeah dry, dry county is not too different either I'm actually thinking, i'm thinking With of dry, dry. You know, no like, blaze glory does do it blaze glory does, there is there is that same there's yeah. that same intro in Blaze of Glory. It,
0: it's, it's in uh-huh. Dry County as well. And I'm confused. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad yeah. You know what I'm talking about here because my mind is starting to go tired. Um, <laughs> so I thought that's cool. There's different, te- you know, Dry County and Blaze of Glory has that same always intro, just yeah. a different tempo, a little bit. That's right. Um, Bad man. Definitely-
1: well, this was definitely a highlight um, for me. I mean, yeah. there's, two, there's two things that, you know, kind of we went from blood on blood. Uh, he played, he, you know, Born to Follow, Bad Name, Born to Be My Baby, Lost Highway. Um, in, in These Arms, I really enjoyed. Um, I, I love that. I love that song live. I really, really enjoy it. Um, I'm
0: surprised David didn't get to sing that one at all because they did In These Arms quite a bit on that. Resume. Yeah. And I'm surprised but, uh, just to change it up. He, David never got to sing.
1: Yeah. We then went into um, When We Were Beautiful. After that. Um, oh, I can remember John opening that song up and he, sa- he said something like, oh, you know, I'm going to play something now from uh, uh, The Circle and, um, you know, uh, you know r- really listen to the lyric. You know, really listen to the words. Um, you know, there's a lot of meaning in it, and he was—he was just trying to get the crowd really into sort of listening to the song, and probably not—you know, probably not maybe having a toilet break or anything. But, um, but yeah, to be honest, I mean, I—I I, I really enjoyed that live. Um, I thought that's—I thought that kind of sounded all right. And then when when the, when the sort of outro and the, it, that song sort of broke away and just how that sort of you know it ended, as soon as they went into Blaze of Glory, it was like. <laughs> You know the whole you, you, the crowd reaction was incredible it was just like yeah he, he's john's almost kind of got everyone to listen to when we we're beautiful and everyone's focused on it and then suddenly you you, you go into probably you know it, it probably is one of his most recognizable songs isn't it to, to a lot of people blaze of glory yeah um, a lot of fans around me think it's a bon jovi song and not a john bon jovi song and obviously you know you have to Obviously, you have, to, you have to correct people, don't you?
0: Yeah, you know, no, no, that's done. You Need
1: know, <laughs> to educate people, you know. But, um, but
0: it, it's yeah. like when people refer Bon Jovi as to him. You no, know, yeah. Bon Jovi's a band, you know. <laughs>
1: that's it. Um, but yeah, that, that was that that was definitely a highlight. My I don't think we had... I'm going Go on. I was going to say we had Captain Crash, i was sleep on dead, We got it going on bad medicine. I mean, that
0: that's, that's one of my highlights. I wanted to talk about.
1: But that, that whole section's really high tempo. It was just really quite, the energy level was really, really high. Um, from Captain Crash to Sleeping On Dead, We Got It Going On, Bad Medicine had um, old old time rock and roll. Um, and Kid what, Rock came I, out for that.
0: And, I, I just wanted, and that's what I wanted to talk about. Um, I thought that was really cool uh, because I, I totally forgot that Kid Rock came out for that. And I'm watching the performance for the final night. And and then all of a sudden, like John brought out special guest. I'm like, who could who who? And I was, oh, Kid Rock, because he also opened yeah. up multiple nights. So, we'll, how would the crowd react to that?
1: Yeah, I think it it was really it was really good. I mean, like I said, I think he's the performance they did as an open as a, as an opening set was 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 incredible. So, I think you know, I think him coming back out on stage was well, was well received. Um, he he had such good energy, um, Kid Rock. You know, he's like. He was so sort of like just that energy level was so high. And it was to get the crowd going was really, 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 really good. And I, like I say, when I said, I, I don't know, it just felt like sort of, you know, Bon Jovi with that kind of act to sort of up, up their sort of performance.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and you sort of notice that a little bit during during that song as well. So, yeah, that was that was definitely a highlight.
0: And then it, I'll let you go through the set list and I, I'll point out my highlight. Boy, I think yeah. my next highlight is like the circle stage highlight. Yeah. Uh, what, what was after Bad Medicine? and Lay Your Hands On Me was after that, right?
1: Yeah, so Richie um, sung Lay Your Hands On Me. Okay. Um, yeah, after after Bad Medicine old, old-time rock and roll, yeah, then, then Lay Your Hands On Me with Richie. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, what, I remember enjoying that. I, I remember enjoying that. It was good.
0: And then you had the circle set which is Roses, Diamond Ring I'll Be There for You on Saturday Night which is we've talked about all those and I I think for the final night I think they could have done better with different songs for that you know for the final night like bring out some more deep tracks kind of like what they do with like Blood Money and Santa Fe like those kind of deep tracks Uh, also pretty cool I think the next highlight that you and I both want to talk about is what they played after
2: yeah wow
0: which is kind of, you know, like we say that right now that we're so surprised. But probably back then you weren't as surprised because Bullet wasn't played. Here's a spoiler alert, everyone. Bullet was (laughs) was the next song that was played. You know, we got to keep in mind, this was also the Circle Tour. And so Bullet was from the Circle. And Bullet wasn't played as heavy as I thought it was going to be then. You know, so, but I I, I thought that was – Pretty cool to have after the acoustic set. Um, I loved I loved Richie on you know watching him play the guitar on it. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. What, what was that? What was the audience like when they did that? Uh,
1: I mean, again, again, it's one of the, it's, it's just one of those songs that actually, again, I, it took me to completely by surprise. I think you just you, you know you hear the opening sort of um bass of the song and just kind of just that, that, that the, the guitar and the and and I, it took it took a few seconds just to register um what it was to be honest because it was it was it was probably very i'd say it's very unexpected um i i i know there were some people sort of around where i was sat that were sort of looking at each other sort of not 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 knowing the song um but we 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 were sat with a, with a, with a, with a quite a few diehard fans that were just going absolutely mad for it um mm-hmm. You know, and for me, I mean, again, I, I was sort of talked to my wife at the time. It's like, well, this is, you know, this this is uh, this is a rare this is a rare song. We, 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 we don't get, you know, we're not going to get this all the time. So, um, to 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 enjoy that, I think I think it came across really well live. I think the band put, you know, a lot of energy into it. Um, I'm surprised it wasn't played a bit more. Uh, when you look at how much Working Man was played, I think there's yeah. no reason why you know, Bullet couldn't have been played more. Um, yeah, I, I agree. So, yeah, I, 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 I mean, it's 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 difficult because then obviously they, they follow Bullet with It's My Life, so you've, you've you you're playing you're playing sort of a deeper album track which not everyone's going to know, and then suddenly that you go into It's My Life, and, and the crowd would yeah. just go absolutely bonkers. So yeah. if you, when you say sort of how well received was Bullet, well not as well received as It's My Life, but that's like an obvious statement, isn't it? Because yeah. there's just so many characters that are going to know yeah. it. So.
0: That's like prayer versus Santa Fe, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> we can take so, yeah. um, uh, you know. But I, I, was, I, I was I was happy to hear it, you know. It was, for me, it's like another song that I'm probably never going to hear live, you know. Before you know, before or after that show, um, yeah. but yeah, follow, following it immediately with "It's My Life." Obviously, the crowd are just like it's it's just another level, wasn't it? Um, so as a, as, a, as a set close. You know, it's my life. Who says you can't go home and keep the faith? It's probably fairly standard.
0: Um, and then that was, definitely- it was good,
1: good, good crowd participation again with "Who Says." Um I lost count how many all rights they were in it. I think there's, there's quite uh, few. Only all a
0: million and three. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, yeah.
0: Like, did, but did you and did you leave that song wondering if it was all right? <laughs> uh, cheesy joke. Okay. So let's let's get into the deep, or not deep, but like the probably the best part of the whole show. So, obviously, with this being the final night going into the encore, you got to go big here. And when you so they did have a nice day, wanted these days, it's hard letting you go. I love this town and prayer five songs. And originally on the set list, it was only have a nice day, wanted and prayer they yeah. did these days and it's harder than you go by fan requests and you can watch yeah. the footage on youtube um so we'll start off with these days was it these days yes it was these days yeah john started to sing because they did have a nice day wanted and then they were going to do prayer and john started to sit you know saying you know we got to yeah you know, and then nice he stopped this yeah and he's like and then he asked the crowd, "Who wants to hear these days?" Like you heard, and you were there. Yeah, I mean that
1: was. he <laughs> I, 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 he probably heard my my, my voice because I mean I must have screamed so loudly when he said, he wants to hear these days?" And um, you know, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's it's just just incredible because at that point, I think when you when you you don't quite know you hear you hear sort of um you know obviously have a nice day, want they're alive, and then when he starts singing "Living on the Prey," you kind of think. Okay, fair enough, and maybe they'll come back out for one more song. But yeah. at that point, I pro- I, at that point, I'd probably, I'd probably given up hope of hearing like these days or, or anything more kind of rare as such. Um, you know, um, having already done sort of better roses and I'll be there for you sort of on on the small stage. I probably, I probably didn't think we'd get always as well. Um, so I, I kind of almost sort of thought, okay, maybe maybe that's it. Um, yeah, these these I love these days. Um, as I said before, you know the album, the song, and this is so here and, and now.
0: And just to be, I'm sorry, just to be clear too for people listening, this is different than the acoustic. So they did two, they did twice acoustic. Yeah. but this time they did the electric version, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, and and, and you know, the encore for me is the perfect place for it. I think it just it just it just fits exactly. so well in that encore. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um you know the, the, the crowd particip- participation was great with the song um i think it always is i think it especially sort of in 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 europe i think it's it was the whole album was really really big so i, th- I think he, he always gets such a good um crowd involvement with the song yeah um again it's, a t- it's quite a tough one for him to sing but here um the performance is really good his vocals strong um yeah. You know, I, yeah I, I, it's it's, a, it, it's always a pleasure to hear that song to be honest live I, I, I love these days yeah. so you know,
0: and it's uh, a shame we don't get it much often anymore you know, it, it's nice no. let's talk so the next one they did it, it oh. was, right and and God bless the fan that held up that oh, yeah. <laughs> and, right yeah because we we wouldn't have seen this actually I don't think they really they, they really didn't do this song live very much. Um, and no. so, but thankful to that fan that held up the sign, we thought wow. it's hard letting you go. Yeah, we should,
1: find, would, out, we should find out who that is, um, yeah. and, and, and do it and send a thank you message.
0: To that <laughs> fan. Send a thank you card. Um, yeah, but John was trying to remember, so there's pro footage of this, which is awesome. We got a pro that's footage good. of it it's on YouTube, and you know, John's trying to remember, you know, and he's trying to figure out the, you know,
1: how's it go again? Yeah, he's so trying
0: to figure that. out the chords and the, the lyrics. Yeah. And then he, he eventually it comes muscle memory um but it's hardly you probably probably my top probably my first of top three performances of the o2 i just love yeah. and i i think it's a song that John could still do especially as like a b stage song um yeah i love you know John and Richie here you know especially when like they're singing the whoa you know um
1: yeah.
0: i just i just i don't know it's so good you know it's one of those songs that John, the band could take a break and John could do it acoustic. Um, you know, and it, I, I it like that cool. whole like you know, and like, like right before the woes, I think they like yeah. he's gonna remember what chord and he's like E minor, and then they, he. yeah, so I, I love seeing that kind of stuff, like off the cuff, how do I play this kind of thing, you know.
1: Such a was it written for Moonlight in Valentino? Yeah, I think, yep, yeah, um, John on the set, but. What, what, by John and then pulled on to the, these days. I right. mean, it it was so bizarre and so unexpected. I mean, and almost if you look at the encore to, to play it directly after these days, it, 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 it almost like the two songs need to go the other way around. It's almost like you, these days is really, really sort of high crowd participation and then it's hard letting you go. I'm not complaining because, I mean, it's just incredible to hear it, but it was such a shock. It was like... And, and you, we we could see the um um I think we could see the crap I think see the sign on the big screen um to one side and it's like no way you're just like it's, it's just like there's no way he's gonna do it and, and actually I thought you might we might get like the first verse and you know, we might get a bit of yeah. it and then he might but
0: we did the whole to, thing
1: to get the whole song yeah. um and, yeah. and delivered as well as what it was um, it's it, just it, it, incredible absolutely it, incredible.
0: And, and just and just think of this, my friend. You got to see that live. Yeah, the only time we'll ever get to see that song again, and you got to see it. You
1: know, absolutely. They they, they did they did play that at Milton Keynes in '96, but I would never. I would never have believed I would I would hear that again live. And, yeah. you know, no way. It's, yeah. You know, and 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 to have all the, and there was there was quite a few signs at the front of that at, at the front of that stage with, with people kind of um, wanting songs. Do you, do you remember out. Yeah, it's you, just do you, bizarre.
0: Do you remember the other requests?
1: <sighs> I can't. I can't. the camera only sort of honed in on sort of these days, and then letting you go these two people like i think stood like quite close to each other you know at the front and um all sat down at the front from memory um but i can't no i don't i don't remember seeing or or there being a a tease of anything else but i just think john you know at the stage looking out and seeing that song it's quite ballsy it's quite you know literally you you have a nice day they're alive these days and now i'm going to launch into some i've not sung for years i don't even remember yeah and it's it was it was that spontaneous that it just made it one of those moments that just sticks with you
0: yeah and i think too with it being the last night of a 12-night residency i was like you know what this is going to make the show even more special fans are going to appreciate it let's just do it you know yeah and then they go into I Love This Town. And I, I think <laughs> the final night, you have to do that song. I think. Yeah. You know, to show the appreciation for London and stuff. Um, was there anything you and wanted it
1: And it worked really well. It did it, it it did work really well, to be honest. Um I don't know. think that
0: was I don't, I don't think that was on the original set list either. I think John just decided to do that. Because I think yeah. on the traditional set list, I think it was have a nice day. Um
1: Wanted in prayer.
0: Wanted in prayer, and then obviously to the sign request, and then I love this town was just <coughs> added, me. which is great. Um, and then I think let's let's talk about the big boy here, living on prayer. Um, obviously, I, I you know I, I would have kind of liked to have seen prayer as the final encore for the, and then do one more encore. Because I think that I think if they would have left. The stage. If they did, have a nice day. Wanted the two stage requests and then prayer, and then leave. Let the crowd scream for more. Come up and I do. Do I love this town? And then finish the show. Obviously, that's not what happened.
1: Yeah, I, I I kind of think they pushed the time on this. um To be honest, I I I remember we had, we had like train. We had I I I I remember sort of looking. I remember looking at the watch, thinking this is. This is overrunning like massively, um, and whether whether they sort of like just you know they fit they fit those two songs in they, they, and they just kind of had to just just carry on and close the show, um, I, you know. I, I, that, I mean the encore, like I say, I, I've I've seen them so many as you have. I've seen you know a lot of times over the years. Um, there's been some truly sort of fantastic encores. Again, Hyde Park 2011 was absolutely incredible, but it was obviously planned to be kind of encore one, two, and three, and, you know, maybe it did go on a bit longer, but th- this just felt like it was yeah. so spontaneous with these days, and it's hard letting you go, um, slipping into that encore, that it, I think it just kind of strength changed the structure completely as to what it was. Yeah, um,
0: and, and I think with but, hair, you know, that performance, it, it's more of a celebratory, you know, every night it's a celebratory, yeah. because of how big it was, but I think the final night, final song it seemed more celebratory you know johns going through the circle you know you know shaking you know smacking fans hands and stuff i say smacking in a bad term but you know just yeah, kind yeah. Of like a high five and that's the term i <laughs> i'm trying to say high five and yeah. you know, and it was so electric like even just watching and you were there so you know how it feels but it's just it's 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 electric it's electrifying to see the audience to band so cohesive, and everyone's singing along, and just you know, it's it, 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 you sense that in the videos too, you know.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I definitely came away from that. I, I definitely came away from that show thinking, you know, I've witnessed something. You know, if if it, it, you, you knew you've kind of witnessed something that was just just that bit more special. Um, I think it's those sort of spontaneous moments that just stay with you. And and say, if there's a, a couple of songs, and again, you know. Blaze of Glory was fantastic, you know. Say Blood and Blood as an opener, and I, I know it might look it might not look the most exciting kind of acoustic section, but actually, like all the songs were delivered really well, you know. Um, oh,
2: yeah.
1: they're all they just sung brilliantly. And like us say Bullet was a surprise. It was like, you know, you know, a couple of seconds to register actually what song it is, and you know, oh, that's that's really rare. And then like I say to, to these days it was great, but letting you go um, would, would 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 definitely be the highlight yeah definitely my just yeah. just such so, just so special hearing that something um, that you
0: can brag about your entire yeah. life you and put it in your obituary <laughs>
1: that's, that's
0: right okay that, yeah okay um but no but really man i like i am just jealous that you got to see that and um you know just this This has been a great chat you know with it this being my hundredth episode my longest episode too but you know what yeah. I'm really glad that we finally got a chance to to do this I appreciate you taking three hours out of your day to do this episode and do it with such excitement enthusiasm the entire time I just want to say I appreciate you very much for for doing this
1: Jerry I, I, pre- I appreciate your time too it's been um say a bit a, a few months trying to get this um um sort of the time to to do this with each other and, and the, the time difference and everything else that goes with it. But um, I, I, you know, I, I love this band and I, I know you do deeply as well. Yeah. And I think to, 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 to come on and kind of share, um, you know, memories and experiences is, is, is really special. And I, I appreciate the work you do to put these together um, and being part of it is my, my pleasure. So yeah, I appreciate you thanking me for doing it, but it's, it's my pleasure to do. It. I appreciate Happy it
0: and you got to come on sometime and do another episode. Won't be three hours. will maybe. No, no.
1: But of course, yeah, I definitely, I definitely will do. Well, there's a lot, there's obviously lots of things happening in 2024 with the band, so I'm sure there'll be lots of topics yeah. to, to cover off and, and um, look at. So um, I'll be, I'll be happy to do that.
0: So, all right, but I'm gonna stay on. I'm gonna end the recording. But again, thank you again for being such a great guest on the podcast. I really had a good time chatting with you.
1: Okay. Thanks, Jerry. My pleasure.